0: Everyone should um, like what they like If I played at S Club 7 Jam right now You'd get up and dance For sure um,
1: Oh mate, when I'm when when we were going through seven song um, um never had
0: a dream come true. Um S Club Party. Am I not oh, not uh, the danciest I mean, of songs, songs there to start off with, a... Lucy? Huh? What's that? Not
2: the danciest of songs to start off with there. No,
0: but that's their best tune. Never is it? Had a dream come true, yeah. I, I it is like um you know like every concert that you go to, they like leave the best till last and like try mm-hmm. and yeah. trip people out. It's like, oh, I'm not gonna sing my best tune when you know. But I obviously am. It's not like anyone's going to walk up and leave at a concert. But it's I not. That's the problem,
2: that's the problem with, with ballads, though, isn't it? Ballads are not really decent concert material,
0: oh, no. unless there's absurd I mean, you guitar a...
2: solos and you know, unless it's like a because everyone or a bon Jovi was waiting, ballad.
0: everyone was waiting, and everyone was tense and nervous. It's like are they going to sing? Never come, had a dream come true, and it's like yes, they did at the end. And the funniest thing, it's like because oh, no. everyone's singing along. Um, right. And there's, like, one high note, like, at the end, and you just oh, hear some, like, screech from, like, the crowd yeah. singer right at the end, just trying Brilliant. to get that high note, like, Hi. nothing better than that.
2: <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah,
0: it's good, good times. Good
2: times. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad someone enjoys it.
0: Uh... You seem very dismissive of S Club 7. I'm not a fan of this. Not a fan of this, like, <laughs> fan is this of it? It at all. Is this, the, this is, this the this is it. Control, this yeah. is where I quit yeah, yeah. It's like, This is where we finally disagree on something so much that I quit the show. <laughs> oh no.
2: I've done it now. Ruined oh, yeah. it for everyone. My S Club 7. Hatred. Mm. Just
0: abhorrence for S Club 7. I'm not taking it. Well, it's, it's, not just
2: S, it's not S Club 7 necessarily. It's that. Well, it did whole... become S Club after Paul left, but you know. It's just, well, it's just all of it. It's all of that music. All of
0: that. All of no, that, it's... Music. Oh, that music. It's so
2: fun. Britpop, mate.
0: Pop oh, music. Oh, it, that's, that's more than Britpop, though. It's, yeah, because they were national. Did you not watch S Club um, Miami? The, the S Club <laughs> no,
1: I didn't. You know, the TV show. Well, the show <laughs>
0: Why not? No, like I, don't I don't remember AD that. It was really TV. good. <laughs> they had S Club Miami. I think they had a film as well. S Club. What was oh, the other one? They didn't have a film. They did. S Club scene double, I think. What? <laughs> <Shuffles. laughs> they had a TV show in Miami. They were big over in the States, just like the Spice Girls. Yeah, they, were big. Like, they, they, were,
1: they, they weren't big. They were as big as the Spice Girls, but they were
0: pretty Oh, God, big no, China, but they, so, were, they were still yeah. big. Yeah, like... What you talking about? So, what do you mean? You're big in
1: Canada? You've got fucking Celine Dion!
0: Yeah, yeah she's down in Vegas now. So yeah, well, she, I mean, she, <laughs> she, was,
1: she was big at a different time. And, and you all. had Avril mm-hmm. Lavigne, so... Oh yeah. I mean, who's not oh, dead, yes. apparently. No! Just or... No. <laughs> well, she still <laughs>
3: might be. I she
2: mean, might just be a very, very knows. well played...
0: <laughs> Cover her up. Yes. Double? I thought you meant mm. zombie. She had some good tunes too. Yeah, I, I like music any music boy. type, you know. Like,
1: that's fair.
2: Mm.
3: Yeah,
1: good. But,
0: come on, Britney Spears, <laughs> you gotta, you yeah, gotta go. Uh, yeah,
1: she briefly. had her moments. toxic like musically. Really good,
0: oh yeah, that's a great song.
1: Yeah,
0: fuck. And it has Tyson Bedford in the music video, which makes it ten times better. And that is the opener to this. <laughs>
2: Welcome to Tanks Up, the podcast about video games, beer, music, life, Tyson Beckford,
0: appreciation society, and more. Mm, and Tony Braxton. And Tony Braxton. <laughs> <laughs> He's in our uh, music video as well. I haven't stalked talked him or anything. He obviously today. got Fair around enough. a little yeah. bit in
2: that kind of time frame. Yeah, sort of did his best yeah. work then.
0: Absolutely.
2: Oh, good. good. So, <laughs>
1: let's drink some beers. Adol, what are you drinking first? Oh, shit. Um, What am I drinking first? This one or this one? I don't uh, know. The,
0: uh, the this one.
1: Okay. <laughs> um, I'm drinking a collaboration between Padstow and Dig. Ooh. Ah. And it is called Granny. <laughs> yes. Is that the I like how you put in a bit of flair to that. Yeah, it is a... Slow cranberry and bl- blueberry sour, four point five percent. Hops fade fast. Drink fresh. Please store cold. Drink before June twenty
0: nineteen. Yeah, I remember seeing that in the bottle shop and being like, "Oh, that sounds interesting." And I think I saw the name. I was like, "Nope, no, I'm not picking up Granny, not today." <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm used to picking
2: up Granny. Apparently, <laughs> so. Nice. Lucy, what are you drinking first?
0: Um, today I'm going to start with... I've got two dark beers. Um, I'm going to mm. start with the Cosmonaut from uh, Gypsy Hill. It's a 4.4% stout. Uh, on the back it says Cosmonaut is a stout. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, it's darkish chocolate, black, <laughs> roasted barley malts, a thick pure white head, roasty dry and sessionable. Comfort beer. Goes well with small steps and dark matter. Drink it and talk to people. Hey! To... hey.
2: Don't, uh, all, the, uh, all the Gypsy Hill can say drink it and talk to people, do, don't I? they? Okay. I think so, yeah. That's good. That's I think good. we've had this moment
0: before. Probably. It's been many a <laughs> beer since. But, uh, the yeast is US05. Malts, Marisota, Chocolate Malt, Black Malt, Flaked Barley, Roasted Barley, Aroma Hops of Pilgrim, First Gold and Tentnang. 4.4%. Um, and no bittering hops. None, no, nice. na. So possibly a bit sweet.
2: Ooh, uh, I am going to start off. I got two bigger beers um, this week. I didn't. I was didn't realize that I got a stout, and I didn't realize it was quite as big uh, on the ABV as it was. I was going to start with that because <laughs> the other one's a double IPA. But mm. looking at it. I thought it said 6.3% on the stat, but it doesn't. It says 8.3%. So it's mm. still higher. So actually, it is higher than the double IPA. So I'm going to start with the double IPA. There's a big explanation about good. why I'm
0: starting with a double IPA. No.
2: Um, so I'm going to... to. Mm? It's
0: it's good reason to.
2: Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, I'm going to start with Crowd Surfer from Signature Brew. Uh, 8%. It's a West Coast double IPA. Uh, OG 1072. IBUs 55 there is no sort of flavor text. Um, it just says it's got barley, malted oats, invert sugar, hops, yeast, water. Store upright, pour gently, respect yourself. This beer, other people. Cool. Uh, oh, it does have the hops right down the bottom. Uh, Columbus Cryo, Citrus, Chinook, BBC, and Simcoe Cryo. Right. Well, cool. I haven't had a beer from Signature
1: for a while,
0: I'm not sure if I've ever had a like, of Yeah,
1: it rings a vague bell, but I don't. I can't like conjure up anything.
0: Um. Uh.
2: What did I have? What did I have? It was. Uh. It was. It was a while ago. I think it was in like one of the first few episodes. One I don't know whether you were on at all that we had with Alex. Um. Oh, like I don't. The, think... One of
1: the first few episodes. Yes.
2: Yeah. One of the first few episodes. Oh, and probably, I'm not yeah. sure either of us. Really enjoyed what we had. Um, But I haven't seen them for absolutely ages. So this is the first time I've seen a can in the bottle shop for a while. So I thought I'd take it. Hmm.
3: There
2: we go. So back to you, Adol. Have you had a chance to have a smell, have a taste?
1: I know my camera lighting isn't the best, but this is a red ass, red, red, red red beer. Looks like Um, pulp. Yeah, I mean, it does. And it. There's like no head. There's no bubbles to be seen. It smells like a little bit of sweetness and a lot of raspberries.
3: Mm.
1: I'm assuming that's what the blueberries are giving some of that sweetness. Um, but it, I mean, it's a sour. It smells like a sour. And so I think the raspberries coming through more. Okay. Ooh. That's refreshing as fuck. Oh also start nice. right afterwards. <laughs> okay. Um Yeah, it sort of the tartness doesn't kick in until the middle, as I'm sure you can figure out. But what what's really so I don't what is do you know what slow is? S L O I
0: hear it in like ginger, like slow n- not hmm. ginger, not ginger, um uh, gin, sorry. Gin, slow, yeah, slow, yeah Virginia, gin, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I've like heard it's, the just term certain, it's just
1: a certain
2: way I um, I don't know. Is it a certain way of selling it, way... it or is it a certain kind
1: of I don't, thing? I don't know berry? The way they... We could Google it.
0: We um, could.
1: You do that, that at all. Like... Um So what I, what I was going to say is um, the blueberry it, you only really notice after the... So the tart is like a spike. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it really spiked and surprised me. Um, second sip I think now that it's in my mouth, it's less like oh fuck, and but it's still spike, and then afterwards with the finish is a really nice light blueberry. Nice, it's a really nice sort of back and forth mm. of the taste. It's sort of because blueberries are, you know, a little sweet, not too yeah. sweet, and they've got that distinctive flavor, and that's exactly what the finish is. And I can still have, I still have a taste, you know, like a minute later of a slight taste of blueberry still. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so the tartness doesn't distract
0: from the, like blueberry. Because it... when you went, oh, I was like, is that going to be the overall flavor? But
1: so, no, it wants oh, so
0: balance itself out before the blueberry?
1: Yeah, so slow is a type of, of berry, otherwise known as blackthorn. Mm. And oh, it's I known don't... to be super tart. So I'm guessing slow gin is, is instead they... of just juniper um, um, or... berries, yeah. you're using yeah. blackthorn probably because you can get it in your neighborhood. Um, yeah, it it's sounds... supposed to have a sharp, sour taste. And then that's probably the slow then that really, like, hit me in the face and then yeah, and then yeah. and then so the raspberry in the beginning where i was like oh that's really nice and then mm. it was like oh fuck so i actually think it's probably so not a raspberry cranberry um i can read uh, but i think uh, <laughs> we yeah. obviously remember yeah <laughs> yeah so i think it's definitely i think the blueberry is probably there the whole time but it's just yeah. in the other the sort of sharp sour fades that you mm. start to notice it Okay. That's, um, but it leaves you refreshed rather than sort of sour spiked. I think that That's good. sort of light sweetness of the blueberry really helps to give it sort of a, a, a nice long finish. And so I'm not reaching for it. I'm not feeling dried out. It's really, yeah,
0: Yeah, I'm going nice. to have to pick that up. Um, Dig Brew Co. seem to be doing better in their canning than sometimes at their um, uh, tap room. So, yeah, really? the quality seems like they've stepped it up a bit. So, yeah, might might check that out here. Hey.
1: Speaking of which, I'm um, checking things out by Lucy, I mean. Uh, what are you having? That was one of the weirdest and worst leads timed segue. it's not timed spoken segue. it's, segway, it's
0: spoken.
1: i have worse ones <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i have worse ones
0: uh but yeah the cosmonaut uh the funny thing is wh- wh- when i ran on the back um it says a thick pure white head and it's like this is a stout do you not mean like brown <laughs> or like yeah. at least off-white because um it's gone now but it did pour a very nice thick looking um like off-white brown brownish like head. Creator, um, yeah. yeah it looked really nice um you can just poured a little bit more it's it's very nice sticks to the glass well um but uh yeah it's uh it doesn't have like any bitterness it did say that there was no bittering hops and Mm. it doesn't really have that like coffee bitterness either so you are just getting a very light slightly sweet kind of um uh Finish not in a bad way but finished stout it is only like 4.4 mm. um, percent it's not quite got like the creaminess or texture of like a milk stout which are te- you know tend to be like low alcohol as well but you know I-, I think I think it's just me as a person like when I think stout I just probably just want a big old imperial stout yeah. like <laughs> I- I- like even earlier today. I had um, one of my favorite stouts from the last few years, the um, Heavy Water from Magic Rock. Oh, yeah. Which is like 10%, and it's like really thick, creamy, and it's very nice uh, and rich. Um, So, yeah, I had a stout earlier on as well today, which was um, like 4.7%. It was like a caramel salted stout, but it's like they have all the flavor, you know, tenants there and it's but it's just Mm. i want something like thick and heavy and you know juicy and cream it's like i never feel like i have a perfect occasion um where i'd want to drink a lighter stout Mm. i'd rather just get like an ipa or a saison or yeah god knows what else um like that i had one earlier today 4.7 percent and i was it's because i was driving it's like okay I'm gonna have a third of this, it's very light alcohol. Never had it before, let's try it out. But I'd always just rather have like a IPA, because I only yeah. chose a stout today because it's like that was the only other light beer on. There was like a nine percent stout from uh vocation, which was like, Yeah, I'd love that, but I'm driving so yeah, yeah, probably not. not
1: the best idea, yeah.
0: Yeah, so I don't know, it's probably just me as a person It's like I just want that kind of style. It's I... like
1: I'm the same way, I mm. i really like a boisterous, yeah, stout, and i like, you can have all those tasty tasting notes, but they like without the oomph, I feel like it's not doing what it I feels, want.
0: always feels lacking, yeah, yeah,
1: and it's even like, though it's a
0: very nice and very easy drinking beer, i'll probably knock it back in like three seconds, but I think it, it just feels a bit do, thin and watery, and it, like, it, I think mm. it
1: has to do with well, yeah, so. I was gonna say the texture and the sort of types of tastes, the sort of biscuitiness, sort of <laughs> thicker, richer, ta- like taste. You want the texture to match, and then you also mm. want it to like linger and be there because you know the notes are like toffee and coffee and these like yeah. really strong flavors that when you taste in other ways they they sit and linger or like shortbread or something like that where it's just rich right and Mm. it's it's the set of rich flavors that when you you have this like um cognitive dissonance almost when you're like i'm I'm used to these flavors being big and filling and rich and so when they're light you're like i get that like i'm still tasting these things and they might not a bad taste but the richness isn't there and i think that's At least for me, why I find it, especially when it's thin in texture, really, like, Mm. not working for me. Mm.
0: Absolutely, and it's, like, you can make a thick, creamy, dense stout even at, like, 6-7%, you know, many breweries do that. And, like, conversely, like, I had Tiny Rebels 0.5% stout, which was basically just, like, a coffee shot which is, like, you are still getting, like, those aromas and flavours, but you're just not getting the texture, and that's, like, no different to, like, a 4.4% beer. It's, like, the alcohol content just doesn't seem to matter with stouts with me. It's all about that, you know, that texture. The texture, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely.
2: That's fair. I think we we were spoiled when we went to Bristol Craft Beer Festival last year. There were so many almost double-digit stouts there. (laughs) Um, and we, you know, we went in thinking, let's leave those for a bit. I think it was like the third or fourth beer we had was like we an 11% no stout. It was
0: just, <laughs> yeah. No
2: and that, that kind of spoils you a little bit. You're like, right, this is all I want forever <laughs> yeah. now. I just, just want big, thick, creamy stouts, thanks.
0: It was the same at the, uh, the Taps Beer Festival that went in Birmingham. There's mm. just so many stouts. It's like, oh, just like an IPA. But, ooh, this De Molin oh, this DeMolen collaboration, that's yeah. like 11%. So let's
2: have four of those instead. <laughs> <laughs> mm. yeah. Nice. Um my it's a strange one because my beer from Signature is kind of similar in its thinness. Um there's there's like it's really um it's really light in colour. It's got a little bit yeah. of opacity to it. Not much, but there's a little bit to it. Slight like orangeness. Almost no head on that whatsoever Um mm. and and what kind of poured is maybe I don't know maybe 10 mil uh, uh, Disappeared really really quickly and when you taste it or at least in the in the nose You're getting those tropical flavors. It's very it smells very light and when you taste it. You're kind of first hit by actually how thin it is uh, Rather than kind of the flavor you you kind of you know what's coming with the from the nose and what you're going to get from sort of the flavor and there's maybe a little bit of mango in there, maybe some stone fruit in there as well, maybe a little bit of apricot or something, just kind of in there with that kind of that sweetness just pulling it down a little bit. And I could see maybe they've tried to thicken it a little bit. I think it did say on the back it had oats in there, mm, yeah, malted oats. Mm. It does feel like there's that slight. Slight creamy quality to it, but that it's it's just not quite big enough. It's not quite there. You can see that it's trying to get there. Mm. Um, I have no idea whether my um, perception of signature brew beers is tainted from kind of like the couple that I had a long time ago. But there is just this slight sweetness to it which just makes it feel a little bit, like, tinny. Um, Mm, Artificial sweetness? As soon as I tasted this, I remembered my old criticism, which was that uh, the beers tasted a little bit too metallic-y. Right. Mm. Um, They had that kind of slightly tinny, metallic quality to them, and they were bottled back then as well, um, when I drank it. This has that same kind of quality to it. That there's that slight sweetness in there which is maybe just a little bit metallic to it. I cannot I do not know what it is, whether it's their brewing process, whether it's something that they're putting in it. They they have Irish said in the here something they've got it could be the yeast that they use. Uh they've got invert sugar in this. I don't know what invert sugar is um whether that's got a, a you know a slightly different sweetness to it than than yeah. another kind of sugar that other people may use or something which is giving it this this flavor profile but there is definitely something there that kind of as soon as i tasted this i'm like oh yeah that's that's kind of not the same but it's similar mm-hmm. to what i've experienced from signature
0: before and oh well, yeah it's like you know like when you become familiar with a brewery like for good or bad reasons
3: mm.
0: yeah they do you know carry over the same char- characteristics in their beer like you can i i can probably taste a cloud water beer like straight away
3: Yeah or like yeah. a
0: day of beer yeah. just from like cloud water that house yeast and just day of their kind of style so
3: mm.
0: works in good and bad ways yeah it does it does i mean it's got this this light
2: bitterness to mm. it as well which kind of kicks in kind of as this sweetness and this metallic taste is coming in, this bitterness appears as well. Um, which are just kind of pulling away from that slightly, but it's a bit of a, it's not like a, a, a hodgepodge of taste. I think it kind of is working. It's mm. just working in a very kind of odd way. And it's, it's, it's making me kind of work for kind of what I want from, oh, yeah. from mm. it uh, really. It's sort of, like it's making that.
0: you go and try and fl- find flavors. It it it's making you like, try and find
2: the flavor sh- completely, yeah. and you know that that kind of the tropical fruits that are coming off of the nose are there quite quickly. Those stone fruits then kick in with that bitterness, and then that that kind of that metallic kind of taste is just
0: there. It's just there. I don't know what he's yeah. doing, but it's
2: just there, kind of hovering around in the background.
0: <sighs> That's fair. Is there know, like not any strength to it? Like, how's the alcohol like? Um, well, uh, I mean, again, that could be
2: part of that slight sweetness, that slight right, sort yeah. of metallic-y kind of tinge, whether that is the 8% just kind of yeah. kicking in with the, with the mix that they've got going on. Uh, it, it doesn't have that you know, really high alcohol kind of sweetness to it that you know, even you get with 8 9% sort of IPAs and things when you know that the alcohol is just peeking through. Doesn't, it's, it's not quite the same as that. Um, so obviously the, 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 combination of ingredients that they have just, just pulls away very slightly from that and maybe just showcases the alcohol in a very slightly, just in a different way, perhaps, mm. uh, than that kind of, that, you know, that instant, like, oh, there's the alcohol sweetness. It's just doing something different. Yeah. Um, but saying all of that, it is a, it's making me work. It's a slightly odd flavor profile. It's got some things going on. I'm actually enjoying it. Okay. Um, that's, that's and what it's matters the most. Completely, and it's going down very, very easy. And I think that lack of alcohol sweetness just <laughs> kind of allows that. And, that. and that the light bitterness to it as well kind of allows it. You know, I'm not being hit mm. by either a big alcohol flavour or a huge kind of bitterness rolling in sort of towards the end of the flavour. Uh, it makes it very easy to pick up and drink. And it's, it's a little dry, so I'm going back to it sort of semi-regularly. Yeah so we shall see i mean you know, i've already drank at least half a can i would think
0: yeah like my beer it's like had middling reviews of it but it's going yep. down very nicely mm.
2: it's always a good good sign exactly exactly it is the first beer i've had since we recorded last
0: oh that might be uh, i know it's been on the wagon like no, what's going no, on I know.
2: well kim's kim stopped drinking for, she wants to uh, stop drinking for a little bit, for a month. Oh, that's good. She has these occasional months where she goes, oh, "I'm just going to stop drinking for a month." So what,
0: was it, it was it? <laughs> I'm trying to think. About, was was it a bad night for her? Well, not bad night, bad <laughs> morning <laughs> for her. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, um she oh, decided look, she wanted I'm to ready. get her birthday out of the way, yeah, and then just yeah. be a little bit more health conscious.
3: Okay, yeah. So uh, she's that
1: going that, to the gym. It, and, yeah. you know, Meanwhile, stuff. I. I... Went to the pub after the postgrad whip on Monday as I normally (laughs) do. And then we went out dancing until late morning.
0: That's exercise. (laughs) That's That's exercise.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I
0: went to gym on Tuesday. Stayed in bed all day Wednesday. (laughs) So there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta balance them all day. Lucy. (laughs) Did
2: you get to play any games whilst you were in bed on Wednesday? I'm going to kick to you first for your (laughs) segment this week.
0: Yeah, my segment is games. Um, We didn't quite get to talk about The Occupation last week. Um, So I'll go into more depth this week. Um, I played it maybe a week, maybe a week and a half ago. Um, White Paper Games were kind enough to send me a code for it on PS4. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, ever since I saw it, it's like the premise looked really cool. You're like an investiga- investiga- investigative, investigative, yeah. investigative, yeah, that word. Yeah. Investigative. Yeah. <laughs> journalist-
2: Say, it quickly. Say it quickly. No,
0: <laughs> I have tried saying it slowly. And it doesn't work. So you're a journalist trying to find <laughs> things. Um, it's, it's set in the 80s, um, 80s Britain. Um and i was gonna like kind of away from my talk last week about uh the westport independent mm-hmm. um because that is a very you know politically driven um narrative game which t- seemed quite prescient given you know that mm-hmm. was came out early 2016 and this game yeah. um the occupation it's been made you know under the under the dark cloud that is today's political, um, you know... Uh, landscape? Landscape. And, you know, the Westport Independent was rather talking about, like, censorship and um, how the government wants to censor media and stuff like that, which mm. is seems like... a Well, wherever, wherever. But, you know, for us very, like, West-centric people, that was a very, like, American thing in the Trump, um, you know, era. Whereas this is very, like... Uh, you know, under the, you know, landscape of Brexit. Um, This is basically the the whole grand scheme of it is, there's been a terrorist attack on a company, which is, uh, it's a bit hard, I don't want to spoil it, but they basically have some new technologies coming out in the eighties, which if- CD players. Yes, everyone hates CD players. players. Yes, Sony, Philips, nobody likes them. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's basically there's a new technology which kind of um kind of muddies the the you know the grounds with like um mm-hmm. personal data and GDPR and what it is okay. now today and stuff I like see. that. So yeah. yeah, it's it's kind of hard not to spoil it, but that it's pretty. It's you know. It, those are the themes it comes out, yeah it comes out these are the themes and there's also a the talk of like immigration because um the person who committed the attack was um was he a french national or something like that it, he's basically an immigrant but, yeah, you know, okay
2: so they've they've, you know. they've dove in with sort of like both feet
0: yeah yeah it's mm. like okay we're gonna take a bit here we're gonna take a bit there from mm. like the political climate as it is it's basically you know what if what if Brexit happened in the eighties, which you know, depend yeah. on things, you know, anything could have happened. But so, like, it's very intriguing the story, the narrative, what they're trying to, what they're trying to do. And you play as a silent protagonist. Um, I'm not really a fan of the silent protagonist, mm. but it works better in a like first person game. Like what I've seen from like The Division, yeah. it's like third person game. You're know, a silent protagonist, and it's just. Weird as hell. Yeah, and it's just like, come on, you just. But but it's like, yeah, in this game, you're kind of embodying that character. It, it kind of works. Um, but what really got me interested in this game was like the, not not even the story um, or even the like graphics and the art style because it is like first person, kind of Bioshocky, kind of 80s, but in like a kind of futuristic tinge to it um so that looked really interesting but it was like the gameplay mechanic which is every every minute in real life in real time is a minute in the game oh, and wow. okay you you were basically put into the building where this terrorist attack happened you want to try and either exonerate or like find more information on this you know so-called attacker to see if he actually did it or what his motives, if there was right. anyone else behind it, if there's a cover up, what this company's doing. And so basically you have these meetings um with some of the staff in there to question them. It's like, what do you know about the attack? What do right. you know about the um the perp and stuff like this? And this is where the unfortunately the game breaks down for me. Oh, where no. yeah, it's so disappointing. Like this is one of the most disappointing games for me because it's like I saw the premise I saw the potential but it just falls down in like how beholden it is to that mechanic where it's like mm. every minute is oh, I see real Cat- time
1: I it's like because that's gonna gotta be really tough
0: yeah and I'm not a game designer but I think it might have been easier if it was just like instead of just an hour until your next meeting we all this information, make it two hours, you know? And I'm sure everyone on Steam is like, oh, this game's too short for, oh, it's like £20 for five hours, what you know, It's like, the, ugh, I hate people like that. It's like, yeah. do not That's associate not time and value. It's like, these developers worked very hard for several years on this game. Hmm. Who are you to say that £20 doesn't equal five hours? And £20 is cheap for a video. I won't go on that tangent. Anyway, <laughs> like my topic's all about value and time oh my god (laughs) but it's the gameplay is like okay i'm coming to find all these you have basically have leads you have this like journal and it's like okay i want to ask these people about this and that and the other thing just background information you have in the journalist it's very like thin leads and there's mm. always like this woman talking to you from the newspaper, and you you know pick up phone calls from like a payphone because it's the 80s and it's pretty. That's cool. pretty great. Yeah, it's really cool. And it's like, okay, we have this lead, we have that lead, new information has surface. Can you find anything more about this and that? And you're going around this um, like multi-storied office. Um, you know, it's got stealth mechanics which are just like I don't really like first-person stealth because it's not really. Yeah, I really don't like it, but that's the stealth is very. It's not like you can get killed. It's not like dishonored or anything like that. You, it's actually quite weird because the only guy who's like chasing you around is like a really nice, polite guard, of typical <laughs> British fashion. So you don't really feel like threatened by him. Brilliant. So it's right. like, if I get seen, you know, he's a nice dude. It's so like, fine. Excuse
2: me, you're not meant to be here. Could yeah, it's
0: like place? yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> basically that's what it is so you never feel threatened by it but it's <laughs> you know like the music like come, comes in it's like you know this really you know uh tension and you know clandestine kind of music coming in but you're basically looking around this office um really well detailed really well you know rendered it's it, it's the space is of you know Look like the eighties. It mm. it's sort of got, sort of got like an alien kind of like vibe to it, like seventies right. but futuristic kind of vibe to it. Yeah. Um, but everything that you're doing, it it feels kind of slow paced, which is which is good because it, it it wants you to absorb everything, but you always have that ticking time clock. It's like I mm. only have an hour right. to my next um meeting. And that coupled with um like it feels a bit slow trudging around, the traversal, like going into vents and stuff like that, it feels a bit finicky and just like even like going onto computers, like even on like the PlayStation, it uses like a very small mouse cursor and it's like ooh, oh, really? fidd- fiddling about and stuff like that. And just like listening to like audio files. It's like, okay, I'm gonna have to listen to all of this and i only have like 10 awesome, minutes time fucking, yeah, yeah which give a lot of exposition a lot of interesting things but it's like mm-hmm. i'm under the clock here and then you have you know things like uh, you know listen to all Files fast and you have like this briefcase with you but you can only pick up like one physical item at a time if like and and you have like to leave
1: your briefcase, briefcase in well, a bunch of
0: places. Well, you can carry the briefcase, but it's like if I want to pick up a floppy disk, I can carry that, but I can't pick up, you know, anything other than like a sheet of paper as well as the floppy disk. Even though I have this briefcase, it's like just let me put it in my briefcase yeah. and take it with me. Yeah, but it's like there's only like one infantry slot for like anything other than paper. Yeah, is your
2: briefcase. Your briefcase is just full. Yeah, full of old newspapers. Full of
0: paper but it can't carry, like, a floppy disk and a
2: no book
0: at the same time. Yeah, so, so that, that goes against it. And also, you have the fact that it's, like, you have, especially on the first level, I had, like, eight leads going at once, and it was just, like, information overload. Mm. It's, like, which one should I do? And this is, like, the first level of the game. It doesn't really... There's, like, a really short tutorial before this, just, like, but it doesn't really integrate the player into like, okay, you're going to be absolutely bombarded now. Yeah. Like, and you don't have a map of the landscape. So it's like, it, it's definitely a space you could like get used to. It's like floor one, floor two, basement, you know, and stuff but, like that. But you don't have a map and you only have an hour to get. Say, to the yeah, You don't weird. have the time. And it's like, it, it, it's such a shame because it's, it's like, oh, I want to follow that lead. That sounds really interesting. What was that employee up to? Why do they know this? Why do they know that? But it's like, okay, which lead should I go down? Because it's about eight leads now. I've got to a certain point where it's like, okay, I'm at this lead. I've got into this room. And then they give you more information and it, it, it like branches off into this lead. That mm-hmm. lead. And I think that's it. As you were saying, it's kind mm-hmm. of the
2: problem with um, with like a real-time kind of experience because... You know, you look at something like Tacoma and, uh, you know, you were kind of investigating things, but you had that ability to scrub back and forth through uh, um, the CCTV data, yeah, and kind of go and search different things and move into a different room and follow other people and then just rewind it and follow someone else. Like Tacoma Mm -hmm. was paced in a very nice, uh, not slow, but a... uh,
0: it allowed you to investigate, it, which it is allowed what you, you control. There to it do.
2: allowed you yeah. that agency to be able to kind of, you know, take it at your own pace. Whereas this kind of takes that away from you. Or it seems like it takes you away from, a little Massively. bit. And like Oh shit! I've just got to go. And I've, I, I should go and do this now. Like, but I've got yeah. to be over here somewhere else. Yeah. Um, is this the? Is this the first game from this studio?
0: No, they made um, F for one or E for oh, one. Really. Yeah, which was on PlayStation, oh, and it also has the same kind of vibe. Yeah, that, that was games. like more sci-fi based, and yeah. uh, unfortunately, I wasn't able to play much of that game just because of my motion sickness. Um, this I game, think... this game, that you can turn off head bob and motion blur, which is oh, fantastic. Yeah, that's good. So I didn't that have that any is good.
2: Accessibility is, is very good, but I didn't get yeah. on with Ether One. Um, I think I played Unfinished mm. Swan not that long before it. Yeah, and it had a similar kind of vibe to it. But I yeah, just it was all about going to
0: people's... Yeah, I didn't really either, so I wasn't too upset about leaving it mm. behind because of my motion sickness problems. Um, but yeah, you know, you go into different people's psyches and everything. It's like, yeah. it, it also had a very interesting premise, but yeah. Yeah. I didn't get on with was going
2: Okay, that I was going I to say, are these kind of things that they could tease out for you know with a little bit of refinement mm-hmm. maybe a little bit more time that they yeah. could kind of like tease out for for another game but they're almost having, the... <laughs> you know, knowing that maybe ether one had kind of preceded this uh you know maybe the ne- maybe the, the next game might be absolutely
0: I absolutely i have a lot of faith that they will get it right if the next game because this game you know the Occupation has a lot of things going for it. It's like not only the accessibility settings that I was on about, but it has brilliant voice cast, amazing voice yeah. acting. Hey, nice. Um, it's got an amazing aesthetic, amazing style, um, great story. I, unfortunately, which is even more upsetting for me, that I was. there's different endings, but because I had so many challenges with the gameplay and not being yeah. able to find those leads and ask those questions in the interviews, because it felt a mm. like very much bombardment on my senses, everything. Um, I wasn't able to get like the most of the story, and there okay. are some really weird plot holes which I won't spoil. But it was like, okay, this is where this game's really falling down for me oh, in shame. terms of marrying the. Um, narrative to its mechanics um yeah i just think there's just uh, you know such a dissonance between those two things
1: it's the like, story it sounds and like a really to, like... weird tension because like if you're on the clock because you're like a detective and something was there it makes sense mm-hmm. to like shit like it seems like like trying to paint the picture of like investigations inherently have like big choices and you can't follow up all the leads but like investigative journalism is often done over months precisely because yeah. mm-hmm. you're you the journalist yeah. your job is to track down all the information to paint a wide picture yeah versus mm-hmm. get to the bottom of some limited set of things which like is more like a detective because it doesn't matter yeah, what exactly everyone's at. motivated yeah. like as soon as you find out person a isn't, isn't involved i don't care about their motivations mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean thematically and a
0: mathematically yeah. uh, it makes sense because it's like this building was you know uh, this is where the terrorist attack happened yeah. it's like half of the building's closed and you know people are obviously on high tension it's also before you know a massive like legislative act you know which is basically brexit in you know even worse painting where it's like we're gonna get rid of all the immigrants kind of kind of thing and it's like (laughs) yeah they they don't they don't you know pull any punches with this game which is
1: okay i mean that's (laughs) good that is good yeah it's
0: like yeah it's fun but it's like that's what brexit was based on like for i mean people but it's but yeah and it's like so so it's like you only have so much time in this building you're like yeah, you're just, the only person there just you want to find out more and it's like okay we've got yeah. maybe an exclusive deal with your paper you're the only person who can come here so he's like yeah okay fair enough
1: right. but so thematically it works but
3: as right, you say they, i'm just going to
1: it works because they wrote the narrative in that way but mm-hmm. i'm just saying the actual theme of journalism doesn't work in this type of circumstances 99 mm. percent of the time so
2: yeah true but true. Just, in, just like just in my mind uh, I I've, I've just thought kind of like how could how could you do that better and uh, it's maybe not like okay. the idea of doing it over months and things if you want that kind of very tense limited time rather than actually doing it in real time why not do it in like you <laughs> could do five actions until the scene yes. kind of cuts and then That's moves true. on to the next set of things that can happen and maybe there's eight Good different idea. things yeah. you can explore but you've only got time to do five of them you don't yeah. then feel maybe rushed. You may not feel then as bombarded with information. You can take your time, time making the be... choice, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And it can allow it to be paced just that little bit
1: better.
0: Yeah, uh, absolutely. And... My idea cause... was just
1: double the, the time between things.
0: Yeah, mine was too. But as you say, I'm not like a game designer. Ben's idea yeah, like, yeah, yeah. seems much better. <laughs> but it's, it's like that, that real-time mechanic, that seems so cool. And I, I, I can see yeah. them doing yeah. something like that in the future with better execution but yeah. as you say probably my last point ben is like when you brought up tacoma absolutely because that was the game i was thinking about when i was playing yeah. this sort of kind of aesthetic you can pick up like random objects tell, turn them around view them and stuff like that so but the thing with tacoma is that, like yes you were given all this time to investigate these you know these holograms and these data caches but when the sense of urgency came upon in, like, Tacoma, you felt it. But you yeah. at the same time, you never felt rushed at the same time. I think that's genius game design. It's like... Mm. Obviously, because, like, you know, these people make Gone Home, which I always say is, like, one of the best games I've ever made. So <laughs> It's like, even in, like, Gone Home, yeah, like, the sense of urgency. It's like, okay, cool. Or Return of the Obra Dinn. It's a similar type kind of thing. Yeah. You're an investigator, but the clock's yeah. not ticking, and it's like... Mm. Well there is an actual clock in that game isn't
2: there? there is <laughs>
0: yeah not oh, even I, that close. I made
2: that mistake first time it's like <laughs> yeah. there's a storm coming should be leaving like oh shit yeah all right I'm like oh bum shouldn't have left
0: yeah so yeah there are ways to do it and I think they are, they were onto something this you know this game but so much unfulfilled potential and that's mm. what just yeah gets me down but just aesthetically great i know people have their game experiences marred by bugs didn't really encounter any of those so okay. that's easy with a patch so maybe, maybe check it out one day yeah, like yeah if it comes yeah. to game pass or something like that absolutely yeah. yeah
2: ps plus game or something like that um yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I was going to say it'd be interesting to see what these guys do uh, maybe next now you know knowing this about the occupation obviously having played Ether one previously, but mm-hmm. Ether one must be what three, four
1: years ago. Probably I, I four. I guess. Say more so we may be maybe, waiting a little yeah, while, possibly. perhaps you know, for uh, yeah. uh, for something. Well, else, especially so. if the sales don't go so well. Yeah. The... Exactly. Yeah, yeah.
0: And I think what the most damning thing will be is the bugs for, for more than anything else, because it's got a really cool style. And I think people could actually like take a lot away from the gameplay. I mean, I've seen some positive reviews out there who. Hmm you know, felt, you know, a bit more happy about the way gameplay married right. with the uh narrative. But yeah, I think the bugs were the um might have been this game's downfall, for. But I hope I hope they bring it back up. Because yeah, I think it's really uh, special in what it tries to do. Mm-hmm. Nice.
2: I think my final kind of uh, thing I will interject is, you know, um not every game is for everyone, so for for you know, some mechanics are gonna work for people rather than others. Mm-hmm. But Things like Bugs, I kind of, I, I guess for a lot of people, Bugs just comes down to time, doesn't it? You know, perhaps mm. they said, we've got this amount of money and once it runs out, we've, we've yeah. got to ship it.
0: Yeah, and they did delay it from like last October, so. Really? Okay. Uh,
2: so yeah. Kind of six months roughly to kind of, to get it out. Like.
0: Yeah, they might bring it to Switch as well, but um, mm. yeah, Bugs are just like, you just never know because it's like, I encountered yeah. like one yeah and that was it some people i think game breaking ones it's like i never encountered anything of, and that's like, about, that you know even
2: even with a ton of time and and, a, and an unlimited well, not an unlimited budget but a huge budget and a large amount of people games like anthem are absolutely <laughs> riddled well, there you with, go with yeah you, you know it, it's something that is always going to happen you cannot play course, test yeah, a game yeah. for every single eventuality so yeah, I think, so yeah eventual I think this could have done yeah, sure. Yes, yes. Some do come down yes, to some things come there down to issues. Sides, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, But yeah, like, um,
1: like the anthem ones, which
0: I'd say that's more design than bugs in anthem. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think this is for me more design kind of um, mm. uh, negative. But Problem. yeah, like you always say, oh, this game could have done with eight more months than the other and stuff like that. But it's like people are just not afforded the luxury.
2: Yeah,
0: it's. I hope it's one we look back on it and just say oh yeah that was a really cool promise for what the future was like the Wii U quite the Wii U just like yeah this didn't go so well but this iteration wasn't
2: great but look at our next thing yeah yeah
0: uh, best of luck to them
2: nice good um I was going to say, uh, have you played anything else, or should we move on to uh,
1: uh, another segment? Move on to somebody else, and I'll
0: come back to. Uh, I'm actually else ready I'll for be another
1: playing. beer. I am go as well. Go for it. Okay.
0: I've been yakking a lot, so I'll just slip away. And this, Yep. Well, don't do uh, no, it we'll that. all. Again. it's only a little <laughs> bit much, and it's like right. I'm happy to get it anyway.
1: <laughs> I am drinking the Island Hopper from the Steam Machine Brewing Company. Ooh. That's Um Steam Machine is from Durham. Oh. Uh, I, I wasn't familiar with them. 7.4%. It is a double dry hopped IPA with Vic Secret and Citra. Bold the flavor new wavecraft beers Engineering in the, engineered in the heart of industrial northeast England nice having lived on a small island for a number of years our two founders still love to travel between far away and far-flung micro communities how better to soak up the local climate than sitting on a pebble shore and watching the waves come and go with beer in hand this is a big ipa to remind us of of, of both our roots and past adventures generously dry hopped twice with uh austrian vic secret and u.s citra austrian austrian mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. I had a, a uh, and friendly. that's good,
0: that's good for just, you,
1: yeah, most <laughs> craft beers, yeah,
0: true, yeah. um, I had a double dry hop today, it was from Five Points, um, Lost and Grounded, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. um, I think it's just called Double Dry Hop IPA, Ooh. I think,
1: but yeah, it was really good, really, really yeah. good nice citrus hitting me on the pore in my mm. nose it's that double dry hopping yeah it, mm. is, it is um, um Lucy, yeah, what do you got? And,
2: uh, are you ready or shall i open mine you open yours okay um just so people um are aware if you've looked for us on instagram in the last few yeah. days we haven't been there because yeah. our account was deactivated okay. because supposedly we would broken some community guidelines however I literally just got an email telling oh, yeah. It, sorry for the inconvenience we've reactivated your account you didn't do anything wrong so we're back it
1: was all really those so strippers following you yeah do, do you think that someone like reported us and it's an auto algorithm fail i like, can't imagine uh, that they trolled our pictures and something said well I
2: but no, i don't see i
1: i'm not sure whether you know I, I, i'd
2: liked a couple of things someone started following someone a few people liked our things
0: like, i've, I got I've, I I've, got I've got seen clue. it up in my instagram and apologies uh mr Calamore. uh good old listener took me probably about two years to follow that <laughs> 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 i accepted uh, request but um yeah it's, I, oh, algorithms yeah. are weird yeah. mm. right
2: I am going to drink a beer from Left Hand Giant and Burnt Mill Brewery. Uh, this is after the storm, an American Oatmeal Stout, eight point three percent. The hops are Columbus, Mosaic, and Simcoe. The malts are Maris Otter oats and Carafa three. Uh, Not the food. Uh, is the malt just chocolate, chocolate, and yeah, chocolate. crystal, and roasted barley? The yeast is USO.
0: Five. That's it Oh, love the flavour text Nice mm. Yeah I, I think I saw that in the beer shop as well The the thing about Left that You see I should really get this out of my mind Because LHG It's like they make some of the nicest beers around I'm just like Oh my god it's like £5.39 a can But it's like I'd pay that for any other beer <laughs> like, And they, you know you're always Going to get a beer from them so
2: Completely. I mean, this one, I think, um, uh, Left-Handed Giant had a few new beers in um, when I went to the bottle shop last. And uh, I wasn't going to pick one up. But uh, I took, uh, well, Ado, you were with us. But we took, um, I had Evelyn, so I had to take her in with me. uh, And this was the one that she picked because she liked the
1: guys Uh, with swords.
0: She has good taste.
1: Yes. Yes. I forgot that she did that. Mm. (laughs) I, I remember that she wanted you to get a blue one. That's and true. We did get a blue one. I think we had already picked a, a blue yeah. one. So I said, let's pick whatever you like. I've already got a blue one. Oh, it was that, it was that um, um, Barcelona vice of beer that we didn't realize was going to be a sour vice of beer because oh, it yes. had raspberries in it. And we yeah. just missed reading that in the can. Apparently, I don't know how to read the word raspberry on can. <laughs> <laughs> Can't see it on the cans. It's on. See it on the cans. It isn't.
2: Just overlook it every time.
1: Yeah. yeah. Can I
0: uh, hire Evelyn and just like be like, can you? She can be Is my personal, personal, personal beer, beer shopper. Point <laughs> like, yeah, out oh, yeah, sure. which ones good. Oh. She's we'll got to come down and get. Her, spent, yeah. She's a bit too
2: young to send on uh, her own. And they
3: on the yeah, train. She'll be
0: fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay for her travel. It's
2: fine. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> so I'm going to drink this. I think it's the first beer I've had from, well, it's from Left Hand Giant, but collaboration with Burnt Mill. Uh, yeah. First I beer think I think I've, I've had, had from Burnt, Burnt Mill, although they have been kind of one of the breweries of the month. Uh, as such, I keep seeing them kind of like, you know, uh, people drinking their beers quite a lot in the last sort of few weeks and things. So I, I don't think they're a new brewery. They've obviously just pushed maybe a little yeah. bit more. Yeah. Um, got their stuff out to a few more places So it would be interesting to see whether this is just kind of You know, left-handed and See what maybe Burnt Mill kind of brings mm. to this
0: Yeah, I've seen quite a few of their beers Like different mm. styles recently um, I'm going back to One of our old favourites It's a Northern Monk Patrons uh, nice. Project beers Can It's I a 16 wrong? You really can't It's a 16.01 um, It's called Percent? No, 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 no. There's just there. Um, <laughs> the name <laughs> joking, yeah. The name sixteen point zero one. I don't know the numbering conventions. I, I don't know. No. But let's say this is their sixteenth series and their first of it. But um, yeah, this is called <laughs> Haze, I believe. Okay. It's always hard to find the, the names on yeah. these uh, publications. Mm. One, um, Hayes Outdoors. Hayes. So it's haze le slash nut. So hazelnut. Um, It's a hazelnut porter, 6.7%. Hazelnut, cacao, vanilla, and milk sugar. Um, Who are they collaborating with? Just says Northern Monk. Um, It might just be them. It just says Northern Monk.
1: Oh, it's not a patron's.
0: It, it, It says patrons, but.
1: Oh, I thought that was what they did with their collabs and that. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah. But it's just literally saying Northern Monk on the on yeah. the rim on on the flavor to
2: Interesting. Yeah, if
0: I find anyone else, then I'll, I'll let yeah, you know. But it enough. just says um, Northern Monk. But yeah, it's it's, it's, it's on that port. Yeah, I can't really see any other. Um, I- I'll google it but I can't see
2: any other maybe they just wanted to beer, really make a hazelnut porter but yeah. not as uh, you know it's like a limited batch kind of run perhaps. possibly yeah
3: I'll have a look
2: slide it in there as their first beer of the 16th series I <laughs> just it is Adrian's project those seem to sell better <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Ado how oh. is your beer I wouldn't know I got distracted by other things um, it is <laughs> Uh, a little clearer um, yeah. a little more translucent it's just as flat as the last one mm. even on the pore, there's almost no head
2: really orangey it looks uh... yeah
1: um a little red orange like oh, i would say it's like a blood orange okay Type color yeah um the citrus still the predominant smell on the nose i got that right on the pore. um it's it's really lovely it's, it's like again it's it's got this sweet sort of There's a slight tartness, but it's like a tangerine almost in the sort of Mm. citrus area, but with a little bit of, um, a little bit of tart. Yeah. It's not purely sweet. Mm. Hmm. Ooh. It's quite thin, which I'm not surprised at because of the lack of carbonation. Yeah. Quite watery. There's a lot happening here. Um, First of all, the finishing, fantastic. Clearly have both of those hops um, sort of melding really well, but doing, I've, I'm not familiar with Vic's Secret, but it's obviously doing something to offset the pure sort of citronous. Um And it's lasting quite a while. Not super bitter at all, um, but just lingering. Um mm, Okay.
2: edge back in there just to double check
1: yeah so there's a slight note on the on the malts in the beginning you get a little bit of biscuits okay just a little bit of like oh there's the malts and then it just fades into this like really smooth luxurious again light not super bitter hoppy sort of curve Mm, okay Where right sort of goes up a little but not in a strong way and then it just fades into this really well-balanced um, citra-forward, but again, the Vic Secret seems to be doing something against that because it's not sort of super citra-y. Um, yeah. It seems to be tempered, and I think it's just being melded really well. This is very drinkable. Um, <laughs> and like, to the point where I'm really enjoying the finish, the finish is lasting a while, still want another taste. I'm probably going to drink this very quickly because I can, and that means to get more of those other tastes. It's a very hey. I'm very happy with it. also <laughs> fuck off seven point point four percent no idea I would have said it I could easily be a session though like because it's sort of yeah. thin and really drinkable yeah. and again there's not a lot of sweetness to it to like betray it's alcoholic mm. content. um yeah it's this if you poured me this and said oh yeah it's session strength I'd have like yeah. Two and twenty minutes. Be like, yeah, no problem. And be like, oh, I think you lied to me. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Isn't it crazy how like we want our imperial stats to be like thick and heavy, and then we love it when like like a
2: no, you've exploded, Lucy. No, she's gone forever. She'll be back. back. At least
1: we've got her beautiful smiling face looking at us. Oh, no! I lost you, Ben. Oh, everyone's, everyone's
0: back. back. Oh hi, yeah, I, I, I could hear you like still, but so yeah. You heard
1: us making our random robot noises. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's
0: wonderful. You're but, like, um, why?
1: Why are they not listening to me? It's because we couldn't hear you. No, nah,
0: yeah, I I knew that, so I was just yeah.
1: like, I do,
2: I do like that. This is the week where. Uh, yeah, yeah. inside baseball we have a little bit of a stutter and i didn't
0: start audacity <laughs> it's open this it wasn't, wasn't started i've done that at least twice before so that's
1: true i'm yeah. annoyed because i started audacity I mean, it's I mean, even I mean, worse no
0: when point. you start audacity and it just disappears yeah, that's like very true a yes. few weeks ago which was very strange right. but that's um, a good place where we just go star swipe yeah, but as yeah. I was saying, isn't it funny how that we want um, Imperial Stout to be like thick and heavy? Yeah. But if we have like an IPA and it's light,
1: even we don't mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Again, I think it's, it's because of like the sort of the tastes involved in what we're Probably, used. Yeah. Like, if
0: you're drinking especially... orange juice, you expect it to be 0%. <laughs> well, like, yeah, like <laughs> even, I mean, so even...
1: Pompey. Yeah, even no, like
0: I don't like pulpy. Mango
1: juice that's pulp. like pulpy. Can it, we settle it's this? It's not heavy? Is pulp or no pulp? No pulp. pulp. No. Pulp.
0: No pulp. pulp. There should not be any bits pulp. in orange juice. I don't want to eat
1: pulp. my drink. Pulp. i, can, I can,
0: drinking. I can drink I can, I can, I can eating.
1: Drink, both. I drink pulp.
0: Uh, no, it should be smooth.
1: Your morning <laughs> citrus-based beverage should be... Like the foundation of investigative nerd journalism. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: Good.
0: But I I just prefer it smooth like I don't know. Isaac Hayes? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> nice. I don't know. What yeah. birds were we I talking about? What are we talking um, about? It is he, he's really, I, enjoying, it, really so. enjoying it. I'm really enjoying it. I'm
1: enjoying it partly because it should it tastes like it shouldn't be seven point four percent. Sure, yeah. yeah 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 which Lush.
0: is fabulous it is.
1: Mm-hmm. I think Good, it was um.
0: my beer that was next up
1: and also the fact that there are malts and coming yeah. through when so it's a it's, it's, it's nice when you get that like light-tasting IPA it <laughs> also has more of a like not just a hot board thing mm. yeah Sorry. N- n- now we can shift to one of you do I think I over talked did you go Ben that. no, no
0: oh well where am I? It's Go now, weird. Lucy. It was you're ready. You're issue, ready. It yes, I'm ready and waiting. Um, yeah, it's. You probably can't see on camera or with your ears, um, but it, it's. It's not even like fully black. It's got a very not even dark. It's like it's very brown. It's a, it, looks okay. like a, it looks like it like, looks
1: like a flat cola.
0: It does from where you're looking at, but from yeah. here, it looks like dirty dishwater. Which is oh, really? not yeah, not, it's not a, lighter. yeah. It's it's a, like a light brown, um, mm. um, but yeah, it, it's got as you say it's like no head at all. It poured like that, literally no head. You'd expect that from like a high percentage beer, but this is only what six point seven. But even at six point seven, it's got quite a heavy body as well, um, which is as we were discussing earlier more of what i like um yeah. it's got a heavy body but it doesn't taste um you can't taste much alcohol in it you're very much getting that hazelnut which is very sweet as well so right. it, it's it's not got a lot going on other than the hazelnut but for me personally i really like that yeah. <laughs> because um i really like hazelnut um, and I did check; it is only Northern Monkey who have brewed this Spirit. It's not a collaboration. Okay. Just part of their patrons' um, uh, project. but but yeah, it's it's like I don't really get to eat nuts that much. Like, well I guess I can. Like, uh, my sister has a nut allergy, so I grew mm. up not eating nuts. So like, when mm. I get to eat nuts because I love nuts, and it's like, well, put that in a sand clip. But yeah. it's like, yes, I love nuts. <laughs> and I love Hazelnut, Hazelnut is great, so I really like this. It is very sweet, and I'm not much of a fan of sweet beers, but I think that's more in terms of like a like APA, IPA or a APA or or something like that to that tune. Not necessarily a stout, because I like sweetness in stouts. Um, I'd say this uh, is on like the side of maybe too sweet, but I'm still enjoying it. But yeah, that's no, That's good. If you like hazelnut, get this beer, because it's really, really hazelnutty. Mm.
2: Is there any kind of, uh, is there anything going alongside it? Like, is there any kind of, like, chocolatey kind of uh, notes to it? Is it, uh, is it kind uh, of, it wasn't a milk stout, was it? So it's, there's no kind of, like, I suppose. A no kind of... yeah, it,
0: it's a porter. Yeah, it's a vanilla and milk sugar porter. So, yeah, mm. definitely get that, that extra sweetness from the sugar and, like, kind of the milk stout kind of part of it. Yeah. So, yeah mainly just i mean there's no coffee in it there's no bitterness to it mm-hmm. so it is just like eating a hazelnut chocolate <laughs> yeah it's like eating dairy milk or whatever <laughs> <laughs> yeah but but i smooth, enjoy it smooth yeah. mm. like mm. isaac hayes <laughs> nice yeah.
2: so my my dark beer my stout is very different to yours lucy Mm. Um, uh, it's similar in that it's got that body to it. It has that that slight viscous, that very slight kind of velvety edge to it. Um, but it's it's a very odd kind of combination of flavours going on. On the nose, you get this slightly roasted coffee flavour kicking in. Mm. But when you drink it, it's Almost a little. I can see like where why it's an oatmeal stout, but it's almost a little like muddy. You know when you Mm. get like a really kind of thickly brewed coffee. Uh, Yeah, it's kind of a a bit bit more (laughs) muddy, and I kind of like like an
1: Arabic coffee like that. Slightly, (laughs)
2: slightly. Well, it's kind of it's just a little bit more uh Not rich, it's like a little bit more bitter than rich, perhaps. Mm-hmm. um But the the oatmeal element to it kind of makes it. A, you know, it does make it a bit more oaty. It almost mm. edges on. You know, you you've, you've made yourself a coffee. You've put in a, a a dash, a tiniest amount of milk, and uh and it's gone a little bit cold. It's kind of edging on that sort of level or it's got that like um we kind of taste to it almost
0: um like it, there's some <laughs> texture inside the well, uh, like, not that's yeah. just not,
2: necessi- not that on. there's some texture inside those oats are just kind of really kind of pushing through and pulling back that kind of like that really roasted muddy push so you can think of uh, like a, a, a slightly more Middle Eastern kind of coffee, like slightly Turkish kind of coffee, where it's just a bit thicker, a little bit muddy, a little bit more earthy, perhaps. Yeah. But something is just dragging it back a little bit to make it slightly, slightly
0: creamier. Hmm.
2: Um,
3: you see, I if I was an cute.
0: adult and drank coffee, I'd know what you mean. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> when I go to Costa, I'm like, hot chocolates. <laughs>
2: Okay, for people who don't drink coffee. drink coffee, you you drink it and you have this kind of instant sweetness which fades very quickly into a slightly more bitter, but not, you know, we're not talking like big Astringent. bitterness. Astringent mm, astringent's a good word. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: Uh, Pretty I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. that's
0: a standard coffee tasting. Yeah. I know like coffee... I know what coffee <laughs> tastes like, but I cannot distinguish the difference between probably decaf or instant or Turkish or Moroccan or any kind of coffee.
2: That's fair. Yeah. Probably a lot
0: of people can't.
2: I probably I like
0: taste. I probably like the taste of coffee. It's just that I don't drink coffee, and I haven't in ages because. I didn't like the bitterness, but I like bitter beers. I don't oh, like I'm coffee and beer, So probably, I probably I like, like coffee.
1: But I, I wouldn't be surprised. But I have enough everybody.
0: vices as it is: yeah. <laughs> beer, cocaine. That squad, squad you work so on. Many.
1: Yep. Squad. Yeah, aren't you on the vice squad?
0: Oh yes, DEA here. Ooh, ooh. Um
2: <laughs> Yes, I, I think it's kind of like it's a final, it's a final note on the uh, on the after the storm it does you know uh it it does come across as like a collaboration beer um i think if i blind tasted this i wouldn't be able to tell you that it's like a left-handed giant beer it has those elements that slight very slight sweetness to their stouts that they kind of that they they get out of it uh, is there but that muddiness that kind of astringence astringency no yeah, that's a word. It's stringent nature to it, yeah, kind stringent. Of, it, it. It's kind of dominating. And perhaps right. that's what maybe like Burnt Mill are bringing to this. I mean, it's really, really easy to drink. I'm not getting the alcohol at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, even higher than the last one, 8.3%. So just just working really, really well. Uh, I mean, two beers which have been, you know, not um, not kind of like standard tastes for the styles that they're kind of going for. Right, um, two slightly odder tasting beers than I, you know, than you would kind of maybe normally expect, but yeah. both working quite, quite well. Uh, more on that later, I suppose. Um, Adol, we'll come to you. Do you bring us a topic, sir?
1: Is there uh, anything you wish to discuss this week? There was. What was it? Um, <laughs> uh, was ooh. it a
0: game? Was it philosophy? Was it <laughs> oh, philosophy yeah, yeah, games? Philosophy. <laughs> was it the
1: idea of freedom? Freedom. No. So I actually am so out of practice playing games that when I've been like, oh, I don't want to leave bed, I haven't even thought about a game. I've just like, watched some YouTube or some Netflix. Yeah, mate, yeah. I've been in the same position. Um, oh, um I will say, um, so I did actually think it was an interesting thing, the two Anthem stories that came up this past week. Okay. Yeah. Um just from a game design and like complexity issue. So the first one that happened was someone did some tests and found out that the um level one rifle basically is the best uh, rifle in the game because of the way the default, like the basically the way they coded these default low level pieces of crap guns, was, was it an I, issue with scaling? Yes, from what I can understand from it. Yeah. yeah, and so and because and so it's not the case that the weaker items after that default level are better than everything else. It's just the way that they sort of coded the baseline, what you start with, meant that it sort of auto scaled in a way that no, no nothing else did and that meant that it just was the best but what what I found interesting uh, on that part was the numbers it reported were accurate to the level but the amount of damage the enemy got so like if you shot so they're like they, they did tests and they shot the same type of enemy and it took like four shots with the default one. And six shots with the max level one, but the numbers reported off of the
0: yeah, forty times more powerful. Yeah,
1: it was it was like over a factor of ten, probably like you said, a factor of forty different. Mm. When you did like when you calculated how much what those numbers went added up to, it was negligible, but it was still doing way more damage because it. So so that I found really interesting because it's.
0: I think that was a bug. I think they reported that and they said it was a bug and they need. I think it might be... I don't know if a patch has already come out, but I've heard about so, this. And they d- definitely said, this is wrong, this is this is a bug, it's not anything to do with the gameplay yeah, as such. Yeah.
1: So, but so it will like, obviously factor into your bigger like picture. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what, what I found interesting about that was the fact that it seemed like it's reporting a number, but that number isn't actually what's being hit. Something's gone wonky between... Yeah. Yeah the number that that is properly represented and the amount of health being taken. Yeah. The second bug um again I just think it's interesting to sort of I, I just was found um you know this week versus last week. And it was that lo and behold because of scaling <laughs> um the scale way-
0: bands coming back.
1: <laughs> yeah. um, Nintendo switch exclusive. <laughs> The way they've done, they've obviously done something with relative scaling. Yeah. And so when you've got a max level piece of gear and something that isn't a max level piece of gear, you know, you, you don't have the best stats, seems reasonable. Why it's relative is because it turns out if you took off that sub max level piece of gear, you would have better stats. Right. Because it turns out. Oh, I haven't out...
2: seen that one. So it's, oh, yeah. It's, this is it's better to have. Nothing? To, to, to remove the gear than to have it
1: on. Yeah. So it turns out if you have one piece of high, high level gear, it's better to just wear it and nothing else oh, on God. your Javelin or your Magic Mac because it will scale all all of your spots to that level. But when you have something sub that level in a different spot, it'll represent a lower set of stats. And so oh. why I thought this was interesting was. It just shows that they're trying to do some really complicated relations between mm. things instead of absolute values. Um, and they're hitting all these weird walls and problems, but like the hardcore Anthem people are livid because it's like, well, it turns out the best guns in the game are the ones you start with. And then it turns out that the best thing you could do is not wear all of the gear that you earned as soon as you have one, one thing that's better in a better class.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. this obviously just comes into the bigger picture where it's like, uh, this game feels rushed. I mean, yeah. even just Hopefully. the uh, the VIP demo that was a complete train wreck was just yeah. like, yeah. And it's, you know, it, it's Bioware's first, you know, entry. Like, I'm sure they'll have games to come which, you know, refine this. It's like, we've seen... We've seen Bungie do this. We've seen Ubisoft do this. You know that that you Open know they,
2: persistent world. Oh yeah,
0: it... games as service. Like they they launch yeah. in not a great state, and it's like just bugs like these. I mean, they've probably done the refinements behind the scenes and stuff like that, and things just like this just happen. And you don't take any joy. I, I mean, except from you know, gamers are weird because it's like I don't care about loot based shooters. I don't care about Bioware's games in the Biggest game, and you know what? EA. I don't hate them. People seem to hate them, but it's like there's a big mob mentality with this yeah. kind of game. It's like I don't take any joy from seeing a game just fail. And it's like you know, yeah, there's people out, behind that. It's like Division Two, for example. I could not give a crap about Ubisoft, really, or like their 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 games and services. But it was great. It was actually really good seeing that Division Two launch in a good state no issues yeah, yeah. with servers balance really well people like the end game because i'm sure people are there already and people like you know the start beginning end looks really pretty it's it's yeah. just hitting all those marks and that's great to see couldn't give a crap about the game but that's great to see and it's mm. actually quite sadly the inverse just seeing that anthems having what? all these problems and people are just piling on it because it's ea well,
1: you know think it's, <laughs> and it's because tribalism,
0: is, isn't it? And yeah. it's, it's
1: sad. Oh, man, and it's... I'd love another tribes game. Um, <laughs> so I think one of the things... Is, I mean, why do you think The Division 2 has launched reasonably well? Well, it's because,
0: because it's, of the Division 1. Uh, incremental that was increase on Division <laughs> yeah. 1, right? But, mm-hmm. like,
1: Bioware has... this. I think it was way too ambitious to switch gears into the type of game and then go persistent shooter. Like... Why no, I think they
0: they have the chops to do it yeah it's the right, money but to do it. it's right,
1: just it but, shouldn't have launched now yeah i was gonna say or in why, maybe in early access yeah the point i was trying to make is like mm. the reason why if you have a tight deadline which you do in modern triple gaming and you don't know what you're doing one of the big problems is you, you like i guarantee you ubisoft learned what areas of qa they had to do first and like on these things securing end game balance and content is super important because it, as soon as Endgame starts to look shitty people bail forever and the yeah, fact that they yeah the end game gear that they like within a month of it coming out it turns out that like no gear really matters or matters in in two fundamentally different ways there was problems with balance of end gear. game gear versus the rest suggests that they didn't really know i'm sure they tested a bunch but like some of this is like foreknowledge of like this is the type of experience that will make or break our player base let's make sure yeah. this balance is, is, is something we've tested a bunch and they've got and, it wrong you know, yeah so. and it's fine that they've got it wrong but i just think this is like you said the fact that they rushed through and this is why you have to actually i think ask the question if you're do if so if you're putting a good quality studio onto something brand new that they're not used to, and an aggressive timeline, no matter who they are, you're the- you're gonna get uh, get fucked. And games as a service mm. is a really bad thing to fuck up.
0: Well, the thing is that like stuff like the Ubisoft, they had the time to get it right, and back then there was you know not many games as services and. Yeah. It's like they had the opportunity to get it right, the publisher backed them. Um, But it it can work it two ways. It's like this day and age, so many games coming out really polished for free, like Apex Legends, tons of people playing that, which Mm -hmm. is damning in terms of if you're Bioware. But at the same time, there's so many more people playing these kinds of games, you know? So it's like Anthem could very well just have a successful future just by virtue of the number of people Interested playing. in playing these games Maybe. We've
2: we've moved away from kind of like Bioware's bread and butter that single-player narrative driven yeah. kind of game And they've, they've they've tried to move into something else we were saying about kind of like the time that they've had But having a quick look, I just wanted to double check because I, I seem to remember, you know, a lot of Bioware games are lauded mm. uh, You know like the Mass Effect trilogy did they make Andromeda? Ben, ben sure. sorry, sorry. Sure. Whilst
0: you fat checking, I'd love to know if this was made in the same engine as like Mass Effect Andromeda. Oh, I don't know. Wasn't I'll, I'll that made in, that in a, a Frostbite engine, and they had massive problems with that? Ooh, I just, I yeah, don't I just know I don't because people know. have said it looks nice and stuff like that. So I'm just really wondering if um, it's that. Well, I I seem to remember there was one of the Dragon Age games
2: wasn't. Um, wasn't reviewed quite well people didn't like it very much i don't know whether it was probably dragon age 2 or dragon age origins i cannot remember which one it was but you know this oh, isn't kind goodness. of like bioware's first uh, uh stumble i think uh, kind of as a game and that's, no, I mean, that's not necessarily not. down it's not necessarily down to them but oh i can't see your screen is too bright frostbite 3 yes it was lucy there yeah. you go maybe, maybe that's part um,
0: of the issues
2: yeah. but dragon age inquisition uh, was a 2014 game. So they've it had maybe, one game of the year. you know, it did win Game of the Year on a lot of sites. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, It's had maybe five years to, you know, to come together with a bigger team. You know, it may have been in development before that with a slightly mm-hmm. smaller team until people moved off of things like uh, Inquisition. I don't know kind of like Bioware's structure to know kind of what they're doing. So Obviously, they've got like Knights of the... What's the persistent one? Just the old Republic, the Star Wars um, online game. So uh, you know, with EA, they kind of they move people back and forth, they change things around, they shutter studios and move people elsewhere, or just get rid of them completely. Like
0: is it Casey Hudson who went back to Bioware as well? Oh, I don't know. I think he might have yeah maybe yes yes it was
2: it was casey Hudson, yes because Mm. he was chatting about anthem completely um so it's kind of interesting to see maybe you know did people get moved off of this project at one point Were people put back onto it were the resources what they needed did ea just need to get a game out in Uh, this absolutely 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 yeah i mean we what do we have battlefield
0: 5 that didn't at the add uh, much in October, quarter.
2: November sort of time. Yeah, third quarter last year. We then had, um, as we talked about, Apex Legends, uh, released a few weeks ago or a month ago or so, Which kind is of in the lead crazy. up to, to <laughs> Anthem. And then um, I saw today they had the trailer. The trailer dropped for um, the battle royale mode, Firestorm, for Battlefield Five. Which is coming <laughs> at the end of the month. It's coming what? in March. they oh, really, no, like, they're, it, they're it really just...
0: want to get those numbers out for oh, their investors, man.
2: don't they? But that's this is it. Like, <laughs> is it? It's not necessarily uh, you know uh, a developer issue. But there's the so many issue. other things at play yeah. going yeah, on.
1: But, the, but I think the the thing, the timelines and margins, and where I mean, kind of PR margins, more than like profit margins, are so, so tight because. Turns out that you can be the most profitable game by giving it away for free. So the games. So if you're going to enter the games as a service model, you really have to do it well. And you, I think, like if you don't have faith that things are going to work perfectly, oh, you don't fucking release it. it because it's yeah. going like yeah. Anthem won't recover it's... from what it might have been if it, it had will. Apex. No, well, I, I don't think it will. Oh.
2: People have moved on. People will play the Division no. 2 People will move on to the next loot shooter. it's it's, it's, it's like like a different thing.
0: They they will have got enough pre-orders and be like, we can just release this now before the
1: year end. Oh no, I'm saying that mm. like I'm saying they will make money off of it. I'm saying this game will be profitable. Yeah, no, I'm that's what I'm Mm. saying. They will make money off of it, but Mm. like what the amount of money and the that so they won't grow their player base much more than where they're at because I no one comes back I, to these I things I think they will. They they, they do it, they away. do
0: though. Look at Siege. Look at Siege. These things do have a That's very true, but Siege right? has
2: that Siege has that competitive play to it. Siege has that esports scene behind. That's true. It. It's only P V
0: P Exactly But that's the thing, in a year's time they're gonna have that. they're gonna have P V E Everyone's going to be like I don't, oh, I don't write in articles. Anthem. Oh, oh, anthem's good now and people can go back to it. Oh, it's I, don't know, I don't know, cuz it I'm, won't have the player base they...
1: behind it, right?
0: Yeah. But it will no, there, there will be <laughs> some people.
1: No, every game has its core audience who for whatever reason Decides this is my game, and then there reason... will be
0: core anthem players because they're oh, going yeah, to but... extending the end game. It's like it's going to oh, yeah, happen. But, like I guess that, the point. That's the model these days. You know? Oh yeah,
1: my point wasn't that it will just die. My point was right. like, yeah. if you if they had ta- it taken the extra few months, the mm-hmm. the size of that core player base would be bigger because the people on day thirty will be people would still be buying it in droves mm-hmm. because of the reviews. Instead you're you're literally having people be like i was maybe nope not gonna happen and those people won't come back because uh, those first uh, couple uh, months like I, I feel like pre-orders secure a no- notion of profitability profitability and that's actually why we have these broken games coming through or these sort of
0: oh god yeah. under
1: qa 8 and it's like well event anthem like i was super curious about but boy, was I not ready to put any money into that game until I tried it. And then it was like, well, no, it turns out it's broken enough that I don't think I'll even bother trying it. will
0: probably um, crash your PS4 at this point. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah, no, no, it's even going to go one or
0: two ways. It's going to be Mass Effect Andromeda, EA, just be like, nah, it ain't no DLC, it ain't no updates, nothing. Or people will come back to it in a year's time. And you know what? It's probably not much of that, I mean...
1: I, I think they'll put money into it but they, possibly, yeah i think it's like... the difference
2: that's the difference between the, the the kind of like the planned games as a service versus mm. a planned single player game isn't it
1: yeah it, it's
2: kind of like all oh, the single player game which we pushed out a kind of like contained story didn't yeah. sell very well we don't need to do anything else to this <laughs> yeah whereas a persistent open world uh shooter they need to constantly update they will have to always have a team. Working to patch and fix and stuff until they decide it's no longer going to be open. Whether that's f- one person or yeah. twenty people or two hundred people, you uh, know, it, uh, it's yeah.
0: I, th- it's I, th- going I think to vary. Yeah, I think the bottom line is where I'm coming from is it's only concerning for the future of Bioware. I mean,
3: right. there
0: will be people who are like die-hard Anthem fans at this point. What six weeks in? Who are, not even course, that. Yeah. Like two weeks in, who are like, I want to continue playing this game. I want the yeah. updates, but I think the most concerning thing is, I think that everyone's going to be concerned about it, is like, are oh, EA just going to shut Bioware down? Yeah, like they've weird. had three, well, you... except for Dragon Age, like three misses in a row essentially, and it's like, even though they sold well, like some of them. I mean, Mass Effect didn't sell what Anthem has sold, like, I think a tenth of what Mass Effect did. And it's like... Oof. It's it, 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 it's gutting, and it's like... I don't care for Bioware games, but it'd be a shame to see them not be in the industry. I think that's really where it comes from. Because it's like... There's no footprint with Anthem. It's not like, oh, Mass Effect Andromeda was bad. This is the end of the Mass Effect series that people hold near and dear. Yeah. This is like... Yeah, it was just uh, Anthem. Whatever. We'll yeah. have we'll have um, national anthem next week or yeah. next year or we'll have <laughs> yeah, something else, you know, in few yeah. years like, there's no you know, in terms of IP and the
1: the, the weight behind the it, failure isn't a big deal it. It's not a big deal. Well I think a big I think if Anthem Andromeda... went away
0: tomorrow no one would really care apart from the diet can
1: so. I, I think the Andromeda mm-hmm. failure was the fact I mean the reason why they could treat it the way they did was because the series ended with three. This was just yeah. like a "what if we collected some more money off of people by ma- making something vaguely in the same universe but not yeah. really attached to the same yeah, story." I, I don't even think it, it be be was that cynical to though. Start a new trilogy. Yeah, it I just didn't go was, maybe I as well.
2: Like I, I played Andromeda. It was fine. It didn't grab me. I didn't get invested. Uh, it, it was just a kind of by-the-numbers, cover-based shooter. Like all
0: Mass Effect. (laughs) uh,
2: mm,
0: Because everyone says the Mass Effect in the story is like, okay, yeah, so it's like, they were all just like basic cover-based shooters. I've only ever played the first
1: planet of Mass Effect 1 like twice, or maybe three times. And then (laughs) I get distracted and I lose track of my saved game on a computer, and then I play it another couple of years later. And start again.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, um, I, failure only was... concerning in terms of the future of Bioware. Yeah, I know, agree.
1: that's it's it. True.
0: Especially in this day and age. Like,
2: we were, uh, as we oh, were kind yeah. of talking, you know, talking as you mentioned, Lucy, earlier, about the future of Bioware. I scrolled through the games that they made, and obviously, we've got things like bio uh, Baldur's Gate, Neverwinter Nights, and stuff like that. Oh, and all, there yeah. was there was you know the older Bioware games, and recently, suddenly um, there was news uh, like a couple of weeks ago. No. that a lot of these older games are going to become coming to console consoles. yeah they don't own those games anymore is that is not? now beam and skybound i was games. gonna say yeah this it's is not, not bioware them. and ea anymore and i thought you know maybe they've still got a little bit you know maybe they've still got some income coming in through you know oh we've got another team working on these no, no. not them yeah, yeah. so they it's have put different. fucking everything into anthem obviously in you know from from from
0: bioware yeah. perspective yeah I mean, yeah. the, EA could on, honestly just re-release like a you know upres version of Mass Effect, and people would eat that up. Um, I,
1: oh, I mean, I under the that was a pre so leadership. bad, an Anthem. Oh, I, I guarantee you yes. that that's in EA's playbook, but they're not going to fucking hire Bioware to do that. They won't give team. that to Bioware.
0: What's his name? Liverpool Traitor. who um, used to run the company. He was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> to, um... <laughs> yeah, he, he was like, no no um remasters but yeah i mean yeah. under this leadership then that very much be an easy venture just just yeah. up it's like they, they don't look half bad like on xbox yeah. um you know
1: well, back the hardest back thing will ability, be uh, but, uh, to yeah. see as long as someone kept mm-hmm. the original og texture files because those will be much more well, detailed than the render. yeah <laughs> so,
0: but, but um uh, yeah it's 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 sad to see. To oh, honest. completely. It's I like Fallout 76, you know, it's like, I've never cared about Fallout, but, you know, it be, because they're alright. It, it turns out nice if, you, if, them, if you don't understand
1: persistent world games, mm. don't just make one because you are good at <sighs> making games we'll that, take the time to make that are
0: first-person. Do like well, uh... Guerrilla did and take sixty years to make a good game that sells ten million, <laughs> yeah. you know, copies.
2: Killzone Two was all right, um, <laughs> yeah. it, it, but it's it, it's kind of like that. It, it's not necessarily that kind of like bandwagoning because obviously Respawn have been able to do excellent things, jumping into the battle royale kind of yeah. mode and drawing people away Wait, so, from so... kind of like from other games and things.
1: But think about the. Context of where they excel and the shift. Oh no! Panel. Yes, oh, yeah. yes, so,
2: that's exactly. The
1: of they have they kind of never been
2: their exterior. wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah, they've
0: never even been good at like third person cover shooting. Arguably, yeah. so it's, it, it was here. a massive jump for them. Maybe they were not the right studio, but maybe mm. it's nice that they were given the creative liberties to actually pursue that if they wanted to. You know? uh, yeah, uh, I would. Hopefully, the, I just if think the. That publishers given them that creative liberty and say yeah we'll back you hopefully they're going to say okay this didn't turn out great but but we'll still back you it
2: would be really interesting to see what the pitch was uh whether bioware went to ea and said hey we really want to make a single player game which is Mm. all about a guy in in a mech mech suit uh Mm. not you know like a really svelte kind of like iron man suit uh, and you're with a squad of other people and you you know it's kind of mass effect yeah. but this is the premise it's still sci-fi uh blah yeah. blah, blah and we can yeah, offset Dragon and, and ea yeah. turned around and said Make it look at look yeah. at all these other games we so need it's era, I think to it's do something that else that's the knee reaction you hope it's totally oh completely yeah, yeah yeah very much i i've got like, no insight into this whatsoever
1: yeah, yeah. Okay, think of who made Apex and who made Anthem, and what the basic of who made Apex previous successes were. And I think it's just hilarious that the mech one isn't by the mech people, and it failed miserably. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah, it turns out it wasn't about mechs, it was about design, motherfuckers.
2: It was about feel, it was about ease of play, and it's about kind of... Yeah
1: i was
0: reminded a- of next... anyway as you said lucy yeah. it's always
2: sad to see kind of like any game do poorly Yeah, uh, you know to uh, especially even especially big to, kind like, to games like kind of like yeah, tune, yeah. you know uh, it's a very big profile game which has done extremely Me- poorly i think in perception yeah in, in perception through yes. gamers yeah 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 this must be uh it, it must be man. one of the biggest kind of yeah. um the biggest not disappointments what's the word i'm looking for there's something else must down. be one of the, the the biggest kind of like not blunder either
1: it's just a bit of a shit show yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if bioware had a feeling that that's was gonna yeah. hurt. well
0: like bad things coming for is like like the fallout 76 and then you have that whole, whole thing with like oh we couldn't ship out these you the know bags. stupid bags ah, and it's ah, like ah. Oh, then there was the data leak. It's just like everything just piles on at the same time. It's just so. Oh, completely.
2: But yeah. people look for it though. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> you know, the Division Two may have some <laughs> fantastic watch, press right? at the moment. It releases. Yeah. It looks we're recording tomorrow. Uh, it's not out yet. It was, uh, so you could buy a.
0: You know what, never edition, mind, can...
3: it's
1: fine, uh, it's fine. Yeah. It's you funny. could buy like so... a
2: gold edition or a limited edition <laughs> could and get, get 600, early
1: access. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if, you, if you paid double, you could play for three days extra.
0: But it's out like yeah. proper, proper tomorrow. tomorrow or tomorrow. Oh, if
2: you wow, buy it from the okay. super secret game shop, you got it today and it's already ready and waiting. on YouTube. Oh, see, I'm
1: annoyed because my products? digital <laughs> download, I think because um, I put it on my main account, or bought it on my main account, it is... Oh, the Canadian not... account. Yeah, so it, I think it's set to Halifax Shady. midnight, not UK midnight for the <laughs> unlock. What's that, like 6, 7, 8 in the morning? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. I wasn't planning on playing at midnight, but it was kind of like. Why are you saying it's oh, 9 gosh, hours yeah. at 6 p.m.? PS4 has different times.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think Xbox, yeah. it's all midnight GMT. I could be wrong, but yeah. yeah
1: it's, it's just oh. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah. I mean, luckily, I'm not a day one person. That, Really, in, in that sense, anyway.
0: Mm, but yeah, yeah, Division Two looks cool.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's getting some very good press at the mm. moment. But as we said in in you know in our chat, they've had a, a whole game and a few yeah. three years, and years right. to like be Division, able
1: to Division and... didn't start great. No, no, oh, I just no. remember
0: that gif of people waiting in a line to like oh, the to Q- load another i was
1: just
0: thinking, what are these games? Why do people like them? <laughs> And I will just play Box Boy forever. <laughs> Be happy.
2: <laughs> nice, nice. Um, shall I move on? to Or shall we move on to uh, just very briefly discuss... I kind of... I
1: also, who, I, my, my uh, like, oh yeah, I guess this is a topic. Boy, did that dominate for like a half hour.
0: Yeah. <laughs> always does. Good, yeah, good. Good. Um, um, yeah, good points in there. I kind
2: of... Um, I don't really want to talk about the game I've been playing. <laughs> it's good. It's, it's fun. It's really good. Um, it kind of what leads, on from, it, uh, it oh, leads okay. on from what Slime Rancher leads on from what we were it. talking about last we week. So yeah. I've been playing a lot of Slime Rancher and I'm enjoying it. But I think I'm enjoying it because it's a kind of um, take it at your own pace sort of game. Mm-hmm. uh it follows the vein that something like maybe not maybe not i was thinking of stardew valley maybe not so much stardew valley but something like yonder mm-hmm. um right cloud catches cloud catcher chronicles yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um something like that kind of uh, has where you've got this like through line um which is really ambiguous at least uh, more so in the slime rancher than it was in, in yonder you have this through line which is really ambiguous um You essentially have to explore the world, and just explore the world. You've been put onto this ranch. You're not really told what to do. There are some slimes. There's lots of slimes, lots of different kinds of slimes who produce different kinds of crystals when you feed them, and they shit them out, and you can then sell their shitty crystals, Uh, and then you make money for the corporation that sent you there.
1: Of course, there's a goddamn corporation. Obviously, make money for
0: you really tight sphincters but it it turns into this
1: slime capitalist, is what you should call slime capitalist, capitalists
2: but it turns into this kind of slightly narrative game if you want it to be you know you occasionally get an email from someone who you've been in a relationship with who you've left back on earth um saying hey we did this and this reminded me of you long you know long distance relationships are quite hard and yes, then you move around, <laughs> and then you move around the ranch, and you find a note left by the previous kind of like ranch owner, who's like, "I used to come here and just sit here and watch the sunset, and it was beautiful." And then another one. Would I be, thought he was you were know, going
0: to say, "Sit here and watch the slimes,"
1: and I'm like that's. Just yeah, I, t- I totally thought <laughs> it was going like, to sit here and watch the slimes. God, uh, you
0: need to go a bit
2: higher. That's creepy. Cool. Um, it, it it kind of moved much more from this kind of manage like farm management or resource management kind of game for me Mm -hmm. into this much more exploratory experience i'm like i haven't been to this area before oh shit there's things here which i know will just jump at me and attack me and i'm gonna be killed and you know uh, luckily you're not killed you're knocked out and Obviously, you crew your way back to your farm because 12 hours later you... you're awake.
1: So it's um, like, oh, it's better in Stardew where you just pass out on the spot and wake up the next morning in the middle of the wilderness. Yeah, because no, you, you, do, out wake up, you do wake up back up. at the ranch oh, at you, like, 6 o'clock in the morning. Oh, that's right. Re- okay, so yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Got and then too you're tired, like, I need to rant. Up leaves.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then um, you're like, oh my god, there's a ranch dressing slime. This well, it doesn't it doesn't have quite that intricate
2: management as stardew valley does it's much more sort of like you've made a pen you can put some slimes in it you feed them they'll oh, create pen. these i was taking yeah, a pen, pen. Yeah, and i was like what slime yeah. pen um, a slime pen Or you can plant some fruit and some fruit will grow. You don't have to do anything to that fruit. Mm -hmm. Every so many in-game hours, that fruit will just grow. And you can then feed it to your slimes or do whatever you want with it. Sell it or whatever. So, it, it kind of has that nice pacing to it that kind of opens it to you to let you do what you want, really. That's nice. And I've, you know, I've generally kind of ignored the whole rancher thing and i you know i've done some bits and i've gone. all oh, these are new slimes i'll go back and open another pen i've got enough money to pay for another yeah. pen to be built i'll right. put them in there and they can start producing gems for me i guess crystals oh. uh, but i really want to go to the bit that's past them so i'll right. then work out that they eat something and then they roll on the spot and roll towards you so actually i need to dodge around them a little bit not massively but right. a little and there's kind of like big slimes which you can feed, which give you extra aesthetic items, you know, like baubles which you can put places or will just spawn chickens or other things, you know, random stuff. And it's just nice to have a game where I'm like, I've got no pressure, absolutely right. none at all. Yeah, yeah, I I'm mean, just going to wander around and have a look. Mm. I'm going to go to this next area. Oh, I've fed one of these giant slimes and they've given me a key. I can then open a door to another area sure i'll go in there and i'll have a look Mm. and it's really nice uh compared to something like um metro exodus which is Mm -hmm. a single player game which again you can take it your own place you can explore a little bit you can do that kind of like through line of just following the um the missions but metro exodus is like do this do this do this do this do this yeah slime rancher isn't that at all Right. You don't have to explore. No. You haven't got to do that. You could just do farm management yeah, stuff cause, if you want.
0: Because uh, I've heard a lot of people get into this game and I thought it was just like purely a gameplay loop of like um, just ranching. ranching. Um, so that's yeah. really cool. It, they allow you those two different experiences because it Completely. reminds me of sort of like The Forest which is probably aesthetically the opposite to Slime Rancher where it's like you crash land on a planet full of well island full of cannibals and it's like yeah. you can just focus on like survival and have fun with your friends or you can play it single player and just find out what happened to your kid who went not missing from the plane and oh, have cool. like a narrative mm. experience this sounds like yeah that's that's pretty cool because i just yeah. thought it was just like ranch simulator well i mean it, it, it is really cool but it's
2: backed mm. up very well by quite a simple but very effective uh like move sets and control mm-hmm. scheme you know you suck stuff up with your arm cannon and you shoot it out and that is that is pretty much it so you've, you know, got you can jump. Arm. you've got like a, a, a semi robocop kind of arm i suppose uh, but it's more of well. a vacuum cleaner on the end rather than. That's what I'm saying. It sounds like gun. a
1: Kirby arm, not not Robocop. Kirby uses his mouth and yeah, nothing Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I mean, yeah. Kirby like if your arm was Kirby, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> For fuck's yes. sake, uh, people! But you can do, you know, you <laughs> can. Do you know you how up... analogies aren't perfect? Do you know how? Do you know how that works? <laughs> do you
0: know how Kirby anatomy is? God.
1: Yeah, he doesn't really. He barely has arms. That motherfucker's got these That's up, true. Like, yeah. tiny flaps. Mm. Ah, ah. Ah, he clearly wasn't this. saying, giving you a description that I thought you had. Like, I guess maybe. What well, I thought you meant arms. like the blast, the master, know, a couple oh, of little like, flaps. Yeah, I thought you meant like, like a Mega, Mega Man. Man oh, flap. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah,
0: that's
3: someone.
2: Mega Man blast.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm. But yeah. so, um yes, Slime Rancher. I'm enjoying it. Good. um It's it's paced really well. It controls really well. It lets you kind of do what you want, obviously within the confines of the game. But. I wanted to just kind of mention how I think uh, Epic are curating, you know, building yeah. on our conversation last yes. week, yes. Epic are curating their free games very, very well. The games I have spent time playing the most this year so far are Metro Exodus, big single player narrative driven game, you know. Did big, you get that on PC? Budget. No, brought that on PlayStation.
1: PlayStation.
2: Okay. Uh, uh, Subnautica, which no. I got free through the Epic store. Yeah. Axiom Verge which I got three through the Epic store. Oh, I didn't know slime they gave Rancher, that away. Which I got uh, oh, I did, yeah. last couple of weeks yeah, or maybe it four I mean, got it got on the one before. slime You've got that else yeah, you've yeah. got I mean me. I I've played I've played a few get, ga- you know, uh, okay, I played Tomb Raider, not a game from oh, the Rise of the Tomb Raider at least. Not a game from kind of like recent memory. Uh, Axiom Verge maybe is a little bit before Well you say that it's like
0: on another you know subscription service Game Pass so yeah it's all about that nowadays
2: Uh, Completely so Mm. it's just really interesting how my my time isn't just like oh I've brought Resident Evil 2, I've brought Metro Exodus, I've brought Devil May Cry, I've brought The Division 2 it's like most of my games have been free so far this year I'm playing a lot of Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Another free game I got through. Free. Through paying my subscription through PlayStation Plus. Uh, A lot of the games that I'm playing currently. This year. You know. ones you didn't directly buy. Yeah. Two and a half months in. It's been games I've been given. Through being signed up to something. So. It is really interesting the way that we're kind of moving. To the delivery of these games uh yes some of them are free some of them are from last year some of them are older than that but lucy uh, i know you've been playing a lot of crackdown Three. Oh, it's awesome uh, and i imagine you've been playing that through game pass
0: yeah it's it's like the perfect rental game <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I really really shall we move on to crackdown Three? well it kind of uh, you know it
2: builds on kind of like what we're talking about in this idea that some of the games that we're getting a lot of joy from and we're spending time in are games
1: that we're getting through some kind of subscription Mm. yeah like so here's a question um would you do you think you would have purchased crackdown 3
3: yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm really enjoying it i know you enjoy it now but i'm saying like Oh no, because, no 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 yeah. no. no so I would have rented this... it if
0: Blockbuster was still around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. was, at this point, yes, Adil, you're absolutely right, I wouldn't have bought it.
3: Yeah.
0: With the middling movies. Which yeah. I think are absolutely one hundred percent harsh. Wrong. 'Cause yeah. it, no, not not wrong. Just, just on the hard side. Like, I understand why people say it, but it's like, come on, man, this game's cool. <laughs> I, thought, so
1: I, I really liked, I, I loved Crackdown 1. I finished it in record yeah. time, and I really? don't finish games. Yeah, you've always like, said that, yeah. Yeah, and it's, I don't actually yeah. remember Crackdown 2. I've never played thing. Crackdown
0: 2. I've played a little bit of Crackdown 1. It was well after the fact.
1: Oh, mine was so like, too be, cause I because I played it on the hmm. Xbox... 360. Yeah, but I didn't get a 360 until 2010, and I think I got Crackdown yeah. like, like 2012, 2013 because I yeah, heard yeah. such good things. So like, yeah. like basically so when two like, was yeah. coming out, I was like, I want to check out this one, and it was so much fun and it was so well designed and well balanced. Yeah, and then Crackdown Two was just a letdown because it didn't really do a lot more, didn't build on it. Yeah, yeah.
0: I honestly think. You know these games are probably like evergreen it's like I- i've been a bit mm. of a gaming slump recently i've played a few games but it's like nothing is like yeah i really like this i mean i've come off the back of like some really good games like spyro i play at the start of the year which is just my jam like resident evil which is probably will hit my top 10 this year and mm, yeah you know golf peaks and stuff like that so it's like i, I just want a game you, you know when you're in a mood for like Simple. something particular Oh, I um, just, I just wanted a video-ass video game, and yeah. this Crackdown Free is everything. A video-ass video game. It's like if you gave like an alien. It's like this is the meaning of fun to us humans who play video games. You'd give them Crackdown free. <laughs> it's just, it's just. I mean, I. I mean, I just wanted something where I could just switch my brain off and just, like, play. Mm-hmm. So I started, yeah. like, Dead Rising 4 again, but it's like, this is going to be, like, a 20-hour sync. Because I, I was just like, you know what? Just start up Crackdown 3, from what yeah. I've heard about it. I, I usually try and watch, like, cut scenes, at least the first couple ones, because it's like, you know, people put a lot of time into this, but I was like, yeah. no, 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 it was like, character selection, Terry Crews, absolutely, yes, because he's the greatest, <laughs> and I was like, just put me in the game, I didn't know what I was doing, because I shot a few refugees, I didn't yeah. know that they weren't the bad guys, because so, they weren't the bad guys, and then it was like, over the tannoy, it's like, the South African woman, I think it's like, South Africa police state, a version of, I don't know, I've not watched a single cut scene, and it was like, I shot refugees, and they're like, "Don't do that." I was like, "Okay, I'll shoot some other people who are shooting at me." I shot them. Like, got some shotguns, got some grenade launchers, and I'm just, just wrecking everything in this, this like, Pretty well, utopian work. in terms of color, but dystopian its not even destructible. I think that's, that's what's also great about this game. You can just download the single player version. The single player and the multiplayer are a separate downloads. The
2: is not Wait, ready what? yet, is it?
0: Huh? is not,
2: not ready yet, is it?
0: I think it is. Mm. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it is. I don't care. <laughs> What's the
3: point? Oh, so, it's well, like
0: I just downloaded the single play, it's a separate yeah. download. I think so it's called then, Wreckfest or something. No, that was a video Zone, I don't know. I don't care. Yeah. It's a separate download, so it's like, okay, thank you. My bandwidth, you know, unlimited, whatever. That's it's nice. like, yes, I only have to download what? 30 gig rather than 60 gig, I don't know how big the game is, but it's just so much fun. I can't stress how much fun just running around as Terry Crews, feeling (laughs) like Terry Crews, because you are just wrecking everybody with all your guns, unstoppable, just shooting everything in sight. There's barely any depth to the gameplay, it's like you're just jumping, shooting, and that's it. But how many games do you know where you can just have a loadout of free guns and they're all grenade launchers? I carry a free grenade launcher. You have That's different weapon types. You have explosive, incendiary, yeah. uh, laser, whatever. I just want... Laser? Yeah, you got laser, laser beams, grenades? pulse beams, you get laser, oh, you get like freeze grenades, this and that. And basically, from what I can pass from the story, and even though I've not watched any cutscenes, is that there's like... Uh, Several different factions, and you're taking them all down to get to basically the hench, hench people, and then basically the kingpin.
1: Yeah. Um, So you're taking out different. It's like um, Crackdown One, where you can pick take. There's like three or four major gangs, and you can take them out in any order. But there's yeah a slight difficulty curve that suggests a certain path. Absolutely,
0: and it's like okay, I'm taking out this um, you know, this. Garbage, um, like I don't know what you call them—landfills, or you're taking out this um, chemical lab, or you're shutting down this auto—you um, know, this garage or something. You're basically just shooting people and shooting <laughs> robots. <laughs> don't know what it's about, but it's just so much fun. It, it 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 looks really good. I know that people say it looks like a 360 game. Um, I mean, there's no like. Like The textures are just basically flat. <laughs> so, so that's
1: like, why it looks like a 360.
0: Yeah, but it's like, I think that's like half and half the stylistic choice and half and half. Oh, crap, oh. we've been developing this for like 20 years. Oh. Let's just put anything on. I think more so from the latter, but it's like, it actually looks really nice. It's very colourful. Nice. It runs at, I mean, whoever is out there and cares about Crackdown 3, I think it's running at 4K60. And i've not had really? any slowdown at all whatsoever no, and even you though have there's a... millions of explosions going on with my free you grenade launch at once
1: S? one x x but oh, you have an x. x i couldn't remember yeah. I, I forgot whether you yeah yeah
0: you i was stupid enough to make the plunge yeah
1: but so is that but yeah,
0: something yeah. like this is absolutely worth it
1: <laughs> yeah. i just meant like so that runs like a dime might not be a universal experience
0: yeah, absolutely. I mean, you'd probably need a decent enough PC. S. I'm not sure what the. Uh, and is. Did it come it out is. on
1: PC? Yeah, it, oh. it'll be a
0: play anywhere title. But oh shit! That changes everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh would, wait, it runs well. Graphics card. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it, would, it runs really, really well. And some of the pretty. criticism.
2: Some of the mm. criticism was that um, at some points the difficulty curve, essentially, rather than it being more difficult, just, just floods more enemies kind of, like, at you. Oh, yeah, there's, yeah. like, um, sometimes... Yeah, so I think that's the point of this style of game. Yeah, it's well, like, you know, but fine, nothing's killing me because I'm Crews. No, but, again, you're, you're getting to a point where you've got, like, 10 enemies on screen all firing <laughs> at you and explosions going off, versus you've got 40 enemies on screen and you're getting, like, no slowdown whatsoever. Like, None. That, that's, None. That's... That's a good achievement to be it, able to it's maintain. It's incredible.
0: It's one of the best running games I've ever played on mm. like any system. There's no slowdown at all and it's like yeah, there's like hundreds of enemies firing all sorts of crap at me and I'm just <laughs> just laying into them and just <laughs> destroying them in one shot. <laughs> it's so nice. Good. That's good. It is such a good game. Pure it's... power fantasy. Yeah, absolutely and it's and it just lets you skip every cut scene and like even like the like the little cinematic it's like oh you've taken over a zone skip that and it's like <laughs> it's like okay you, you got to climb this tower um you can reset at any point if you slip off or if you you're doing a a, a, a car race or a you know traversal race and, you know it's just just your character it's like you slip off just reset it's fine it's it's the it's the pinnacle of fun. It's like it's not punishing me in yes. any single way. Yeah. Just let me have, as you say, that power fantasy. It runs well. It looks good, and you play as Terry Crews. Ten out of ten. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> I can't say good. enough good things about this game. I actually thought it's, well, it's so I'm, good.
1: Now that I know that it's mm. PC, it makes me want because I, I, I thought it was get game I'm pass my Xbox yeah. ages ago. Mm. I thought I just didn't have uh, uh, a choice. It's, if it's Because this will be the first PCable Crackdown. This makes me want to... I mean, also looking at my Steam library, being like, these yeah. games I was looking forward to playing when it's done with my dissertation. I can't because I don't have a graphics card. Making yeah. me like look at what it will take to get a working PC again. Um, yeah, I mean, if it... I mean, if it comes to...
0: I don't know. It's Game Pass on PC. We've gone gone through this before. It's like I I got Game Pass for like two pounds for two months, so this game's basically not cost me anything. But I'm so right. many hours of fun. It's like I I started it yesterday and I didn't stop playing till three a.m. And then I just woke up wanting to play this game. It's like I'll probably finish it after a few more hours. Probably get about ten hours of enjoyment from it. But like even the achievements, it's like this is and like looking at my friends list, people have played this quite a lot. So people who have got into it, have enjoyed it. There's not been a massive drop-off, so I think that's a testament to this game, and yeah, just the gameplay loop, it's just really fun, you know? I think it's got a bad wrap, I mean, obviously I can't speak to the multiplayer, and it is just one package, because it is, you know, it is coming with single-player and multiplayer, I mean, Sumo Digital uh, developed the single-player, and whoever else, someone within Microsoft Studios developed the multiplayer. So it's two separate games. Oh, I had
1: no idea. That's yeah, Sumo Digital
2: of Little Big Planet
0: three mm. thing. Yeah, yeah, they,
2: they developed the
0: single player. That's so it's like, super weird. I think it's two. It, it, it could but, be like two different games what they're talking about. So I'm just talking to the single player. I mean,
1: well, I'm I, assuming I, it's I, I think like we got got the engine to a certain point and then we split. Because
2: well, I know that like mm. they were talking about um, like the multiplayer using the power of the cloud and mm. whatever. Oh yeah, that we've had more reports empire. on what like X Cloud and all of that sort of stuff is going yep. to be. But there was None this that idea happens. that that the the multiplayer for uh, for Crackdown Three were, could could do fucking everything because it was yeah, pulling from every system ever invented everywhere that, type that, thing, like, yeah
0: and that's what bogs it down that long development cycle and the hype maybe the hype, because i don't think anyone cared about that cloud technology at that point but just I think the some people big did promise yeah the big promise and it was like if this came out even today i'm not even talking about like four years ago when crackdown was still you know people were still yearning for it but even today mm-hmm. i think if it just came out of microsoft just like yeah cool like Recore or something so right here right. you go you know we told you about this a year ago here it is at a yeah like competitive price point like recall was like 30 pounds 40 dollars. Yeah, yeah. this came out like that people be over the moon that crackdowns back so it just right. has everything else behind it and that's why people are not too hot on it which is yeah, a shame. The, the, crazy... the new
1: ip and all of the crazy hype that like 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 you said ben Like they were saying that everything in the entire map would be breakable, Mm. and you wouldn't have to worry about the Mm. machine being able to handle that because it was all being done on their servers. And that clearly isn't the game that like that was like five years ago almost. I think they made that claim, Mm -hmm. and that's clearly not what they've got now. But because of like that, those backtrack moves and those weird promises
0: and the delays, yeah, it's just a burden.
1: It's just like yeah, I think this is. I think we're. I'm hoping that this will make, like, the next generation t- style release more like we've seen more recently where people are like, this game's coming out in three months. It's basically done.
0: What gives me the most, um, like, promise and hope about this is that a third-party developer with Unreal Engine 4 can make a game run at 60, Yeah, you know, yes, um, at 4K, which I think yeah. it is, and that's, you know, for... Future technology with Xbox. Yeah, completely. That's really
1: promising. Yeah. You know, and the fact that we're already at, at a stable high frame rate, high. Yeah,
0: the amount yeah. of stuff that's going on in this. Like,
1: Fucking... Oh, so good. And you've now just given
2: that tech to Ninja Theory, Obsidian, mm. uh, and all yeah. these other studios to kind of yeah internal studios, yeah. Go on their merry way with. Oh yeah, which is
1: yeah. yeah. Ep- Epic, Epic has made sure that like in their. Competitive store and also the way that they're currently licensing Unreal Four, which is right now the most powerful and well balanced with friendly to use engine. Mm.
3: Yeah, right. Like
1: Unity's easier to use, but Unity doesn't do as much. Unreal Four does a fuck ton, and it doesn't seem to hoodwink people the way Frostbite does.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Ben, you were saying that this could potentially be what Days Gone becomes, like not. Not many high expectations of it, Mm. but it's like it just looks like it's like every video game just molded into a Katamari ball and just like Mm. here you go. So, yeah, I mean, for me, Days Gone seems to have a bit of an identity crisis. It seems like it wants to tell a good story. I
2: think, I think Days Gone is. I think days Gone is going to come under a lot of the same criticism that horizon zero dawn came under that it there is by the like no numbers kind of like no. open world game but Ooh, horizon about- had interesting who, who? interesting characters interesting premise interesting world interesting animal and robo dinos to <laughs> no, 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 be able to destroy no, no. so it, no, uh, I it kind of it, it makes me it does make me a little bit kind of not edgy it does, exactly. But I would imagine it. that, like, <laughs> Crackdown 3 got reviews around the 7.5. I think
0: it was 4, like 6s. Yeah. yeah, maybe
2: ranging from 6 up to, like, 8, perhaps. And I think maybe Days mm-hmm. Gone is going to come out and range from about 7 to maybe 8.5, perhaps, from yeah. the more PlayStation-centric kind of places. It. Yeah. Uh, and people will dig it. But again, it's a very, like, by the numbers or at least from the previews that people have said and by the numbers yeah but a very by the numbers game, but you know we this is going on kind of like saying that it's going on what people have previewed the game at people previewed metro exodus as not yeah, they didn't. fantastic i
0: thought that was due to the performance issues around yeah and
2: end and, and final player. product came out and people like this is brilliant
0: yeah, yep it's
2: got none of the issues that we kind of uh that we encountered during our preview it yeah. is built on those very well it's it's kind of improved really a lot of the stuff that, that yeah. we're talking about so yeah massively massively happy to see that from metro exodus because um, only
0: like a small studio in malta and they've already had oh issues and like they're from czech Republic well they right They, on they, on they the, moved
2: their studio Croatia. didn't they yeah they, they had moved to in, their like, whole, everyone over to malta so, so yeah
0: i was worried about them yes
2: completely uh,
3: completely so one,
2: yeah. it'd be interesting to see kind of like what bend can do with days gone whether they mm. are just like yeah we're happy with like a uh, you know with a horizon zero dawn kind of like clone with this mm. very mm. different kind of skin on it and yeah maybe we've made the bike and traversing around the world a little bit more central than horizon had but we've taken away maybe slightly from somewhere else and done something yeah. you know, they they they've done their own kind of thing. But it's just gonna uh you know, come down to being like, yeah, this is good, it's yeah. competent, it's it's fun, but that's that's all it's, doing. it's not groundbreaking, it's not doing anything different.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's like Crackdown knows exactly what it is. It's just yeah. crackdown 1.5. Whereas like I, I I I don't know about days it. gone, it's like If it has a good story, I just don't see that happening. Some weird old biker dude complaining about his wife being dead. I just don't see that. (laughs) And especially, it's sad. It's like games are not made in a vacuum. Mate, I come from
2: Weymouth. I know lots of old biker dudes with dead wives. It's it's, going to hit me.
0: Well, good. (laughs) You'll be the one positive. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, it's like games are not made in a vacuum. Crackdown 3, obviously, it's like things have changed and people's expectations of first party games just from the sony point of view and nintendo's been killing mm. it as well it's like we expect crackdown 3 to be amazing it's like we're yeah. never gonna be but okay but it's like yeah, yeah people are always gonna hold that um you know kind of candle yeah that candle too it's like hey, but, and, and that's the interesting about days gone it's like I mean for me it would probably just be like, Yeah, this looks interesting, like like mm. it's got it's got like Horizon Zero Dawn Mechanics and it's got like some zombie ass universe like Las two favourite games. It's like But it's gonna be held to those standards which is fair and unfair at the same yeah, time. Yeah,
2: completely, completely. But it, it, it's one of those that okay. you think, Well, actually Days Gone looks like a very good mix between horizon and the last of us but, mm. the last but it looks of us was like good. it's a mix was good but... because of this and horizon yeah. was good because of this and days gone is only doing those elements very uh, kind of mid-tier or mean. mediocre. Yeah. so actually how successful is it in putting that across i mean it, maybe it'll previews- be the best
0: viking game since full throttle
2: i uh, thought <laughs> How well did *Rogue Redemption do? I don't remember. I have not a clue. <laughs> Who cares, yeah. really, at this point? Yeah. So, beers that we have drunk. That's it for games and done.
1: Hmm. You're done? They're all awful. awful.
2: Get rid They're of them. Games are for babies. Uh, beers. <laughs> They're
1: for adults. Because legally they have to be. Wow. So, adult. Yeah. Sorry, the cat's been yelling. So, when I went to the bathroom... You were on the video. You saw that I left. I, I overheard my flatmate who has bonded quite well with Dorian be like, "All right, go see your daddy." <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, <laughs> yeah, like, I, yeah, I must be rid
2: of you now." Yes. Yeah.
1: Now the fact that he's sort of I'm not paying enough attention, he's sort of walking outside. I'm like, "Nope, come <laughs> back." Um, <laughs> I drank the granny, which was really interesting, and now I, we also learned what slow is. -hmm. Um, And the Island Hopper and I. Dean Brewing's Island Hopper. um, They're both really good beers. Uh, I really liked the the Diggin' Padstow's Granny, the way, like, there was a pause before the super tart came in, then it left, and that blueberry was really well balanced to give it a very different note that lasted in the finish. So it was clearly a sour, but it wasn't like... because the problem with a, like a well-balanced... Like, like a sour and it a long finish is that kind of just gives you this notion of... Oh, I got to replace it and replenish because I have this tart aftertaste. And this that was an excellent beer for swapping the aftertaste in a way that yeah. was really functional. But also made, meant that I wasn't like trying to deal with a sour finish. Um, but the... The way the Citra and the Vic Secret sort of traded off or like the like the citrus balanced off to be more like a... Somewhere between a tangerine and a mandarin, like, like mm. slightly sweet citrus on the um, Island Hopper was just really fantastic. Um, it was a super drinkable beer. I never... I was reaching for it quite often because I wanted... To have the entire taste curve again even while the finish was still lingering it was like oh but i kind of want to feel that ride again and i think yeah they're both fantastic beers but i think it's the island hopper just because i was more enthused with sort of i was was reaching for it because Mm -hmm. of each moment of the taste um in a way that the granny i didn't feel the need to reach for but also didn't feel Mm. like the need to reach for yeah that's fair yeah
2: yeah I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Um I'm gonna jump to me because uh as I was thinking about kind of like which beer I preferred, I realized that I'd pretty much forgotten the signature brew. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> what was it giving uh-huh. me? Uh yeah. um, Tinny, tinny, Yeah, I was yes, gonna say yes, pretty, tinny, yes, slightly pretty. slightly tinny, a little bit metallic. Some little mm-hmm. bits of maybe mango and stone fruits. Now, you said tinny and, and unlocked very slightly, uh, mm. but the the left-handed giant and the burnt mill beer uh, just kind of dominated a little bit with those very light roasted coffee notes, that muddiness mm. to it, and that slight oaty texture and flavour that I was getting from that. It it mm. it's just right. really easy easy high alcohol beer which just goes down an absolute treat um i instantly keep pouring this beer if there, if this beer was twice the size i would still be pouring it and i would still be enjoying it if i had another can here i would instantly crack it you know right. it is it, it, something that i could just go on all night um maybe unlike the um the west coast double ipa from signature which was fine, it was doing some things, it was a bit odd in terms of its flavor profile and kind of like the the mix that it was trying to get and what it was doing uh that that you know, very easily the last giant burnt mill uh after the storm American oatmeal stout just just stands out this week very easily
1: nice
0: yeah yeah, I mean. It's pretty easy for for you if you don't remember your first beer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I
2: do feel Lucy like maybe you've got maybe you don't, it's not that you don't remember your first beer, but that maybe it's a similar situation and that the second beer kind of outshone the first one a little bit.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. I'd only say that that's purely because of the star that I prefer. Like, um, I drank the first beer very quickly because it was very tasting. It was slightly mm. sweet. Very easy to drink. Um, it still had that like slight coffee flavor. Um, the cosmonaut from um, Gypsy Hill. So it was nice. It was just that I prefer like a more like filling, creamy, dense, like yeah. kind of style. With like you know this is a porter that was a stout. So uh, this this has a lot less going on. It is just very hazelnut and sweet. Mm. Um, it's quite heavy for six point seven percent. That's why it's taking me so long. It's like this will take me probably another half an hour to drink and yeah. probably a third left of the glass. But I just... I just like those flavors a bit more and and the texture and the heaviness and that's purely because of me. I mean, yeah. it's only because I have to pick a favorite. It's like they're both very good beers. I'd say mm-hmm. in terms of you know like balance, I'd say that the uh, Gypsy Hill probably takes it. It's just that for me personally. I like a dark beer that tastes like a dark beer, and it's like, yeah, yeah it lasts yeah. me the whole evening it's nice. heavy and full. Yeah.
3: Uh, it's that's the good. Um, hay
0: hay haze or hazelnut from just just Northern Monk, part of their patrons project.
2: Well, it's nice that you've had two beers, which kind of give you a uh, not even a similar kind of style, but two beers mm. which which are quite different. Yeah. That, that kind of that, that roll around the same um, kind of profile uh, yeah. That, yeah.
0: yeah the same species of beer
1: yeah but in yeah. very different
0: ways yeah mm. but yeah, yeah like honestly like if the uh, gypsy hill one is your your style then it's a very good light beer that you still get in some of the um uh like stout like flavor profile from so yeah it's a very good beer
2: excellent that's good, Ooh. that's good. So, we've had, uh, you know, some some good beers this week mm. for each of us. Adol, if people want to talk to you about beer or video games, how do they do that?
1: I'm at the TheOmnArc on all of the things, including Instagram, Twitter, etc. Um, I'm also back on the PlayStation Plus, so you can add me on that okay. and I might actually use my PlayStation. Uh, Play some
0: Modern Warfare.
1: Yeah. Um, and I'll play
0: Black Ops here on my own if my three sixty.
1: Um yeah, that's about it. Oh also um um I will now that we've been reinstated you can find me on Instagram at the Omniarch or our communal Instagram tanked upcast. Nice. Lucy, how yeah. talk to you if they want
0: to? Um listen. I might have posted on uh, my Instagram which is beer Irresistible. Or I might have just had a fever dream, I don't know. Yeah, um, or both. I, I, I honestly can't remember, it might have been both. Um, but for everywhere else, I'm Juicy Loose 9 on the things. Xbox, PlayStation, the Steam, dream. and Untapped, and Twitter. And next week, I shall be talking about uh, a point-and-click adventure called Chuburuk. Oh, Chuburuk. It's like a, I suspect
1: um, I will have played a video game by next week.
0: And Hooray. what Adil should pick up by next week. Uh, Baba is you. Oh yeah, is... it just oh, came yes. out today.
1: It did. Um, yeah. I, the, I've it I, had it for a while to... and I got stuck. Oh really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, sorry. well then I will definitely pick it up. And, and I was and, waiting and for warp
0: fruits to come. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I felt bad going back to the developer. Like,
0: how do I do this? When he's like marketing his game. Yeah. <laughs> was, like, you idiot, just do this. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> Oh, dear. Nice. That's good. Um, if you want to talk to me vicariously and give Lucy tips on how to play Babarizu You via me, you can do so through at Nova underscore 47 on Twitter, on PlayStation, on Steam. You can get us all at tanked Up underscore cast on Twitter or tankedupcast at gmail.com. Through the emails if you want to send us something slightly more long form we are tanked up cast on untapped as well uh, mm. i'm very behind on beers on wow. all of these things they may start appearing in the next few days who knows We're bad i certainly at socially, don't yeah. Depending on how busy work is
0: Mm-hmm. What about it? That's
2: why I haven't done it because work's just been too busy. Yeah.
0: We're all over the age of twenty-two. We don't know how to work these things.
2: Exactly. Fuck social yeah, media and just... all the fucking people. Yeah, it's
0: depressing.
2: It. <laughs> like, mm. Go, go outside. outside. Yeah, that's it. If you want to talk yeah. to us, go
0: and enjoy meet us somewhere. somewhere. Yeah, meet us meet outside. Us, meet us in a
2: in a album. non-threatening way. Yeah, <laughs> or a tap room. Yeah, somewhere love You can see our faces on the YouTube's at yeah, Out of yeah. Lives. Mm. Do that as well, and go to Out of to read articles and see other pod, listen to podcasts, not to see them. Fuck's sake, do stuff over Out of with oh, yeah. other people's things.
1: Um, we uh, this next act is back after our hi- our hiatus. We, we had the all female hosted and acted um, International Women's Day, That's Women's cool. Week um, episode two inaugurate a return to the airwaves. So if you like comedy and want to experience new, fresh comedy by new, fresh faces and people working on new material, this is how you get to see comedy that is more raw than Netflix. Hey,
0: yes. nice. <laughs> you mean I can't watch the Ellen stand-up on Netflix and that's going to be funny?
1: I mean, it could be. <laughs> it's definitely not from the previews I saw. <laughs> hey. It might be humorous. It might be polished. Hey guys, polished.
0: how about them rulers? Rulers are straight. I'm not. I don't know. I don't know what the jokes are. Oh, wow. Oh, I, I, I really hope that that
3: does.
0: Oh. I just went down the rulers thing, and yeah, that's pretty good. That's good. Maybe, Maybe I should show. start stand up. Yeah, you really should.
1: Hey, come, I know a good comedy night where it's a really friendly atmosphere for people who are just starting this... out. <laughs> Do it, Lucy. And if if you're <laughs> in Bristol, 8pm at the Kingsdown Wine Vaults every Sunday, except for this Sunday, because it's St. Patty's Day, and so they have. Oh yes, they'll make money more money doing other things. <laughs>
2: <laughs> nice. So on that ripping endorsement <laughs> for another week, we have been tanked up. Goodbye.
0: Bye. Cheers. Switching it off Fuck, up, fuck yeah.
1: you. I, I like it. Lucy's like, well that's not normal. Alright. And Ben's like, I don't like this change. <laughs>